Welcome to Wednesday Comics. You are listening to Wednesday Comics, brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, Rainbow Comics, Cards, and Collectibles, and WednesdayComics.com. Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my left, we have the man who knew too much. Alex, how you doing? You're right. I, oh, no, I do get that. Hello, everyone. And across from me, the man with one red shoe. Garrett, how you doing? See, I'll, what the fuck? I got what is it? I don't get it. One man with red shoe. It's a movie with Tom Hanks. Is this Philadelphia? No, it's a man with one red shoe. That's or the, the man with one, film? yeah, man with one red shoe. My Ray man, and I am the man who knew too little. My name is Marvin. Hi, or so How's everybody doing today? Hold on, I want to know what this reference is from. What movie? Tom Hanks. It's the fucking movie's called The Man with One Red Shoe. Was this like his first movie? No, it's not. I've never heard of it. I'll pull it up here. My Rain Man. Rain Man's in this movie. My Rain Man. I thought that was Tom Cruise. The Man with One Red Shoe. Holy fuck! Even I love like Tom you. Hanks, but even God looks damn like it. you. I guess that's a compliment. Not 1985 really. thriller action. It's not even a comedy. It's a thriller? And an action Why movie? Why is he smiling on Probably the cover? You use the shoe to beat the shit out of people. Yeah, it's a thriller, so you can't smile in the movie. That's a rule. That's a rule. <laughs> but no, usually a thriller doesn't have a guy posing with a big smile on his face like, you're going to really enjoy 1985, this 1985, everybody was happy, baby. Yeah. Cold War just ended. Not in 85, I don't think. Well, no. That was a couple of years. That was the last war that happened. Before we get too much into the show, I just wanted to give a thanks to Supercon for hosting us. For, yeah. uh, it was a good time, and everybody was great. So I just wanted to say that up top. Uh, Got a bunch of new listeners, and, um, so, and like, I mean, more Facebook followers, subscribers. So thanks for tuning in. If this is your first show, like, welcome. Like, we're excited to have you. Hello. <laughs> Alex is. Hello. 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 Guten Tag. What were you saying uh, before the show here, Garrett? Uh, Wonder Woman's getting good reviews? What's happening? That's what I was talking about. I've seen Wonder Woman's got good reviews. And, you know, like this is the fucking last ditch effort of DC to get their shit in gear. Is it official, though? Let me check. I've seen, hey, these people's names had those blue check marks next to it on Twitter. So they're verified, huh? You know, they're verified. I don't know who the fuck they are, but they're verified. (laughs) (laughs) But really, them. I try getting verified. You know what they tell me? Go fuck yourself. Oh, no, they wow. said we can't verify you. But you're like, but the last president follows me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I should have told him that. Maybe I should. Maybe that's how you get in. If I tell him to get me in, am I good? When does this movie so come out? Said, June second. Oh, two man. weeks. Let me go back up. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I want to see it. I'm kind of excited to see it, but I'm also like, mm. and you got to keep that excitement at bay. I know. Like I, maybe I like, Rangers. like thirty seconds before the movie starts, you can get a little bit excited. There's no official reviews. Out, yeah, so she's hot. Fans. Okay, let's do this. Yeah. I don't know. I just actually I saw there was a um, uh, there was a, a documentary I watched from History Channel called Superheroes Decoded, and uh, Patty Jenkins was on it. The director of Wonder Woman, and uh, she had nothing but great things to say. She knew what she understood the character. You know, she talked about it for a while. There's Wonder Woman section. She understood how who she was. Uh, now, how much influence she's actually going to have on the movie besides WB stepping in, we'll see. But if it is her vision and Jeff Johns' vision, I think it'll be great. From hearing for what she said about it, right? If it is, you know, like you were saying last week, WB being like, put this scene in, put this scene in, then we're gonna have a jungle mess, jungle jungle. What's that movie by uh, Upteen uh, Sinclair? 
The jungle. The jungle. Uh, the book. <laughs> if we have, then it's going to just be, you know, it's going to be a mess. But well, I guess mm. we'll see. I am, I am more, and it's dangerous. I am more optimistic now than I was when we talked about our summer, summer movie previews. Yeah. However, I bet I have seen more ads too. By the way, actually, during this whole Superman decoded four hours, all of doing is talking about superheroes. One Wonder Woman TV spot, only one. Weird. I was watching it with my was son. Was Marvel in there too? Or was it all DC? No, there was everybody. Okay. It was everything. It was even like, you know, like uh, eerie comics and stuff like that. It was talking mm. about the whole comic book industry. Mm. Um, yeah, there was only one Wonder Woman ad that I saw. That surprises me. I didn't really fast forward through, through commercials either. You know why? I don't know if I can say it. Never mind. I'll tell you after the show. Um, you know, there's a new TV spot where it's like the these boots were made for walking. Did you see that one? For Wonder Woman? Yeah. And I was like. Fuck, that's that's well, that's pretty funny. It was it was her like beating the shit out of people, and then she's just walking, and you're just like, all right. I saw those Dr. Pepper cans though, dude. I got some I got some Dr. Peppers because of that. Did you? Yeah, nope. I didn't save any of them because I was you know. Should I get some you and crushed, uh, hang did them you up here? Smash them. Smashed them. Really? He broke his foot. Nothing. He broke his foot. That's why he has one rich. Nice. Um, watch that movie, Tom Hanks. Oscar winning Tom Hanks. You, don't you know, know, I agree that I'm um, cutting Marvin off. Wonder Woman will be the la- like you said, the last draw for me. If this right. sucks, I'm not going to. I'll see JL. But you, but you think that CGL. like with J- you think JL, oh. you think with Justice League being that close to Wonder Woman that they don't need to stuff Easter eggs into it. Like I hope they're thinking logically, like, hey, we're going to have that fucking Easter Make egg a movie. standalone. Yeah, leave it as Wonder is. Woman. It's a yeah. prequel, so you don't need a hint right. at Justice League at all. Just yeah, like you said. Well, but, maybe at the end they can be like, now nah, fuck it. They're going to do something. Make a tease for Wonder Woman 2, maybe, but not for Justice League. You, gotta get you already did that whole movie teasing that called Batman versus Superman. You really think I need that just in Wonder Woman? They're going to do something. No, like I said, I all know. you have to do is make that character great, and then people say, oh, she's in that movie too. I'll go see that. I hope they put the name Martha in there, so then we can go, how do you know that name? <laughs> what's your What's your daughter's name? Martha. Holy <laughs> shit. Everyone in the theater screams oh my god <laughs> Martha. you know I, I love jeff johns but I, I saw an interview written interview with him that he defended that in the movie saying it's too deep people don't get it and i was like all right buddy you know that's what i get kind of worried about too is because like jeff johns helped out on green lantern too i know he's executive producer or whatever which could mean diddly butt kiss because christopher nolan was executive producer stanley man steel what stanley Oh my god, <laughs> that's if kiss. Oh, okay, dumbass. Oh, uh, geez, not you know what? Fuck what I just said. I don't know. I, I don't even know what it. you're talking about. Stanley Jeff Johns Buckets. helped out with Green Lantern, but I think that was like because he was still full into comics. Yeah, I think that was like a just a name thing alone. They're like, they'll tell him Jeff Johns is working on this. They'll get excited for it. Right. He's he's been he brought Green Lantern back, and I uh, saw he was Jeff Johns like was on, and then they team. burned him. That just. Hey, you brought him back and then killed him, if that were true. I read a Newsarama article that Jeff Johns helped out on the Blade series, like TV series, and that he thought it was amazing, but it like really suffered by the critics. That kind of worries me, too, a little bit. It, it took like a little dip in my percentage of faith in him. But then again, like when he, he wrote a couple episodes of Smallville, every single one he wrote was amazing. Yeah, they were great, too. He helped out in Flash, uh, more so than Greenland, Green Arrow. Uh, he helped out in his group Supergirl at all? Um, Probably told them to call it Kryptonian and not Kryptonese. So (laughs) holy fuck! Don't even goddamn it! Oh, two things before we move on here. I did see they had some screenshots of, and usually I don't look, but I was curious. 
of Aquaman of Mara's costume. So it's like, oh, it's like way different. Yeah, it's like oh, way. Yeah. It's like very straight from the comics, which I don't need it to be, but the colors I need to be, and the colors the are great. Vibrant green. Yeah, I didn't see the vibrant green. I saw the darkened out colors. But no, that's from Justice League. You didn't see the new one then. I'll okay, and so I saw. The, you're right. I must have seen just JL. Justice League. That's what I mean. Like Justice League, it looked faded out, but in this uh, Aquaman, it looked uh, colorful. Colorful. And then also they released the trailer. Have you watched it for Black Lightning for the new CW? I show? did watch that. I'm excited. I think it looks pretty good. Except I saw. Well, it's not a bad thing. It's not going to be part of the Arrowverse as of yet. Well, it looks nice. She looks good in that outfit. Yeah, yeah. it's separated. They'll connect him to Supergirl. Right, because like he, they're filming in Atlanta for Black Lightning. Are they? Everything else I'm is in Vancouver. I'm pretty sure it's Vancouver. Nope. I, I read they, it today. They're using the same sets as Flash. Did you watch the trailer? I did see the trailer. It's the same set. They said they're filming in Atlanta. That's why. That's what the president of CW said is that's why it's not going to be part of Arrowverse is because they're all filming in Vancouver and they're down in Atlanta filming. That's what That's what the article said from CW. Literally okay. off CWTV.com. I, I this, saw this something morning. different saying they're reusing the sets from Flash. That's why in the pilot... He I remember that high school. That's the same high school that uh, Flash fought that Iron Jaw dude. Fucker. I need to watch the Jock guy. Yeah. Yeah. What? I need to watch that show. Flash. It's amazing. Fuck. Did you watch this week's episode? I watched it yet. Holy fuck. This show. That's what I heard. I heard that on uh, oh, Rainbow Comics was on their show. Today. By the way, also, go to RainbowComicsAndCards.com. No, go to their Facebook page. Facebook.com slash RainbowComicsAndCards. Um I was on their show twice this week, so go on there and see it. But we talked about it on the show. about Well, they talked about The Flash, and I was like, I haven't seen it yet. But they said, also, everybody said it was great. Um, don't you own The Flash? Yes. And, and you haven't seen Netflix, it. It's on Netflix, yeah. And it's on Netflix. You you have two different ways you can watch it. Blu-ray or Netflix. Streaming. You know it, you know. and, and great news about all CW superhero shows. A week after the finale airs, they put the whole season up now. That's Whatever the new deal they have tomorrow. Netflix. Yeah. I got to catch up on Rupert. But here's, here's a what? shocker for you. Uh, for my birthday, I That's asked for Civil War. And I have yet to watch Civil War. That's not a shocker for me. <laughs> How's that not a shocker? Because you haven't watched Flash and you have that for like two years. That's true. <laughs> Brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, your definitive online source for all things Swamp Thing. Featuring news, reviews, and a comprehensive chronology of the Swamp Thing. All in Files number one is currently sold out. Issue two is in production. Make sure to follow John on Twitter at DCWorldSwampy or on Facebook.com slash Roots of the Swamp Thing. That is Roots of the Swamp Thing.com for more of the green. Daredevil number 20, we have uh, written by Charles Soule, art by Rod Garney, colors by Matt Miller. Um, what do you guys think? This is the, the end of the Purple Man. What's it called? The Purple what? Purple. Purple storyline. Uh, prequel to the Daredevil new volume, but uh, in between between the last one and this one. I know something that already annoys Alex. Maybe. We'll see. This is kind of like because it went into my head. I was like, they don't actually show him getting the black costume at all. That's the cover. Nope, didn't bug. That me. didn't bug you. That, I that, that I might be, that'd be that more of a you thing. Since the it did bug me because I like the cover. Like, I get that it's before. But why the, did the I, cover's I, symbolic? I didn't. Why did he have to change his costume for any fucking reason? He became dark. It, he, that's him being depressed. Oh, visually. Oh, I Whoa. saved my girlfriend's life. Wait, by breaking he up can't with her. see, so it doesn't matter. How does he know what colors what? He goes to his tailor and says, I'm feeling dark. Make me dark. <laughs> By the way, they, in this issue, was it this issue? I caught up with this whole arc in this oh, one. Oh, you did? Because I haven't read any of it. Um, in this issue, or the last, well, I don't know, one of them, they 
had the dream sequence where they show all the Daredevils from all the runs and no, stuff like that. Past issue wasn't this one. Oh, okay. was they showed the nineties version, and I was like, I like how in that one they kind of make fun of the nineties version, but I was like, that costume's almost exactly like the new costume he's in. Right. So don't make fun of that one. All he has is not the shoulder pads. Everything else is the same. So you know how they have that Daredevil statue of Rainbow Comics and cards? I yeah. thought that was cool seeing, because I've seen that statue more than I've ever seen that costume in comics, and it's kind of cool to see that in the comics. I'm like, oh, that's what people like. Yeah, it looks 90s. fucking good on, that's the one you're talking about? With the black one? Yeah. The silver, like, sleeves and it's everything. It's a little much for me. I like simple costumes. It's very metallic. Yeah. So, but it's kind it's of, a, 90s it's bad The statue that is on the gargoyle? Yeah. Okay. That's, I, like I still that. love that one. This that's whole cool. arc was great. I don't know about you guys, but I thought it was, like, one of the strongest arcs of this Daredevil run. Oh, absolutely. Like, especially if you wa- read the Wade uh, Samney run, it's like there's so much weight to this arc. It's like... It feels almost like they were almost like behind the scenes helping out with this arc because like there was so much plot they used over from that run. Yeah, they retcon a lot. They retcon yeah. some stuff. But um, I like that he chooses, Charles Soule chooses, instead of making Daredevil go to... He went to a bunch of people being like, I want you to get rid of my identity. And then when the kids do it, somehow figure out that's what he wants. He never told them, but they're like, oh, he doesn't want anybody to know who he is. They came to that logical conclusion. And then they do it. He realizes that he can't go back to being Daredevil when nobody knows who he is and still be with Kristen. By the way, all his girlfriends always like die off or like do something horrible happens to him. And in this one, nothing horrible happens to her physically or like she doesn't get like uh maimed or like mentally put in a mental institution um but still like when he goes to her and breaks up with her i was just like because we that chris samney and uh mark wade run was like for two three years and all it was was their relationship so for me i was just like that was hard for me to read because i love those two together right and in this past one you saw like every time she does something he's like gotta love this woman gotta love this so you know that when he goes and breaks up with her, it's not an easy decision, but he realizes like, this is what needs to happen. And like, he's going to the church to confess that he's like, this is my sin that, that I did this. And he's like, that's not something you need to forgive for God for. You need to forgive yourself for that. I like the priest that calls one. It's like, no, the fuck you here for (laughs) Like, that's not anything that you need to tell me about. Like, but then he still tells him a way to get penance and it's stop all the time. Cause he's a, He's a Catholic who does. He's like, I need something. Tell me, tell me a different way to get over it. No, that's what he tells him. But still, like now, I think, and he did that part with Electra saying that Purple Man made Electra think that. Like, there's a lot of stuff that, like, I think now that makes actually those first two arcs a better. little better for me because well, it ties like, them all together now, where there's more to it than yeah. just. Now I see where his headspace is for that first arc. Why he? Remember I said, why is he all of a sudden so dark and broody again? All of a sudden, now it makes right. sense. And now the Electro thing was like, oh, okay. Because they, did, they didn't mention in that arc that it was Purple Man. No. They just said somebody. Right. Now, now she, we, yeah. so now we finally get, yeah. And so, like, there's a lot of things where I was like, wow, the two arcs I don't like are now are now. actually better now. I would maybe would have liked to have seen this before all that rather than be like, let's go back to this thing. But maybe he didn't know what he was trying to figure out also, like, what happened, which is fine. But it may have also it. been by choice going, hey, you know what? Let's... Do the long haul. Here's twenty or twenty issues in. I'll finally reveal what had happened. Yeah, I mean the dangerous thing about that is, is that like for somebody for like me, I almost dropped the book because we, of those two arcs back to back. Technically, we did drop it. Yeah, and, and we went back. back on it. 
But it's it's way better now. Like have, having read yeah. this, like you ever said. since those last two arcs, it was like it yeah, makes those right. one. Like if I went back and read it, there'd be way more weight yeah, to it. But back then, you're right. It was just kind of like because it was such a change, and there's yeah. no reason for the change. I think I even said that when, it was like one of the first books we started reading on that show. On this show, I was like, "What's the reason for the change?" Like all things yeah. just different. Me and that's what Secret Wars Club. Me and Alex were just like, but now Wars Club, you, I was gonna say now there's knows. a reason. Yeah. Yep. Um, the only thing I didn't like about this whole arc, not about this issue, but I didn't like that one issue that was not drawn by Rod Garney, which is like Rod Garney did three. How many was this? Four or three? I think it was four. I think it four. started at 17. So three of them he did, and one of them he just didn't do, the last one. And I thought it was just weird that he didn't, didn't do 19. Yeah. It made it seem out of sync a little bit. But I other than that, the, I thought um, it was great. That two-page spread in issue 20 of um, where the purple kids are getting rid of everyone's memory. So in the backgrounds, yeah. everyone's face whited out or eyes whited out. And then it's just Daredevil swinging to Kristen's house. Or was it their house or Kristen's house? Kristen's house. Okay. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably give this issue a 10 because I think it, it brightens up the whole series as a whole. Like you don't appreciate the beginning now you do. But if it wasn't for this issue, you wouldn't appreciate the beginning of this whole story. Yeah, I think I would give it a 10 too. It's probably my favorite issue out of the whole run. Yeah, so I would have to because it makes it justifies the rest of the run. Because especially just for that moment, like that four four panels where he's breaking up with her. Oh, yeah, it's she's, brutal. She's, she's slowly just like, break, breaks down being like. Okay, and then she gets mad at him and be like, don't let the door hit you in the ass on the, the way out. And she turns on him like that. But that's like the reason why he likes her because she knows what she wants and she knows she'll speak her mind. And I bet in that moment, he didn't say it there, but you can tell like in that moment he was like, God, that's the only reason why I love her. But now I, I know we can't be together. And I think that happens a lot in, in comics, especially with superheroes, that they do that. But I think this one, at least for me, for reading that whole thing leading up to this, is like one of the hardest ones that I've read. I know you're dead inside, Alex, but you didn't like oh, so it. I give it an eight. Did you read? Four. You haven't read the Wade Sam, even though you bought it. I have them. I have both um, volumes of it. I just haven't read it. Well, so okay. I didn't have the connection to it. And So now you're going to go back and read it, and you'll be like, now they're not together anymore. You're going to see all these happy moments. That run, God, yeah. So like even thinking back to it, I'm like, they would have moments together. I was like, God, they're so good together. Like, I love them both. I only read the second volume. I, I never read the first volume. For the record, I do too have feelings. There are things that make me sad. <laughs> I don't want everyone to think I'm a hard yeah, ass all like the time. Like puppies whining. That's about it. That makes me sad. It uh, makes them mad. Turtles. You heard of animosity. He almost dropped that book. I, I tell you, turtles things, they make me sad. Not not actual animal turtle thing. Well, actually, those make me bummed out too. You mean when they start working for the hand? The, the foot. <laughs> the foot? Whatever. <laughs> they came to Marvel and worked for the hand. No, when, they, when big mean mutants break their shells that made me sad <laughs> oh one thing i uh i'm scared about we're talking about the foot now not the hand it's at the end of this issue they say next issue and i see the defenders it's gonna be like a defenders crossover thing i was like Ooh. who is the white face <laughs> yeah. yikes what who is the white faced one that she had like a, a, a hand on her face yeah she's part of the hand is it an electra i didn't think it was electra i thought it was supposed to be jewel and it wasn't so i it, um, whatever i assume I don't, I, even, I, even, I don't even know what you're talking about. Speaking so. of Defenders, though, I am so excited for that book to come out. I am, too. They released some art from it, and it looks great. For that, yeah. The, those are the characters that Bennis knows how to write. Yeah. Plus, having Dave Marquez do the art is like a win-win for, for five it, issues, probably. It's only five? Well, no, fine. I just mean I know Marquez won't be But Bennis doesn't, doesn't work with shitty artists. He always gets somebody good. Yeah. He's high yeah. enough that he can be like, I want this guy. I want, I want this person. guy. Yeah. But Marquez to Diodata Jr., it's kind of like, it's a big drop. Yeah. 
How about uh, Royal City number three, written and drawn by Jeff Lemire? What'd you think? What'd you think? The way it started, you would think that it would be, you know, more about uh, Patty and or Patrick and whatever the brother's Rich. name is, Rich. And then it turned more into the sister and her True. husband. So, I don't know, it kind of threw me for a loop. What? She's on the fucking cover. Oh, yeah, because covers tell you exactly what the fuck's going on. That's for his books. Oh, I, I knew that she was going to be the prime. Yeah. I mean, it just, and then it just kind of ended. I don't know. It was weird. It was a soft trend and not soft. It was like a hard trend. I love this issue. Me. It was good. I like it. it might, I think it might be one of my favorite ones out of the whole thing. Um, Once again. Out of three issues. Yeah, yeah out of the three. Two. I mean, um, it was. I think it was a very simple issue. As it wasn't one of those big to-do issues. It's just it's part of an emotional building issue. story. Yeah. He has, you know, just moments of both him and his brother and, and like seeing how much his brother like pushes away, like doesn't want to do anything. Like his brother helped him out. He found him, was driving him to work, and he's like, just taking work. He's like, Ed, you're drunk. He's like, Can't go to work. He's like, What are you gonna judge me to now? And it's just like, dude, you can't go to work. Like, I'm trying to look out for you. But he sees it as like somebody else trying to interfere with that. Yep. So he gets mad do. again. But it's just also the defense thing. Like, I don't wanna <laughs> I'll push you away because I don't know how to deal with this right now. I started to wonder if, um, what's the dead brother's name? Tommy. Tommy. I started to wonder if Tommy has become an adult. If everyone that we're seeing, every sibling, sees him as a different age. But what if that's the the age that they liked him the most? What if he really was a kid and that's what Tara's like, oh. And with the other thing that Tara was going through, having a miscarriage. Spoilers. That maybe she sees Tommy going, oh, Tommy died, in my eyes, died as a child. And that bums me out. Um, the way that Patrick sees him, it looks like he drowned yeah, when yeah. he died in this picture. Well, I think he sees him as, uh, they all see him as a version that, like you said, a version that they need for, like, he needs that because he's telling that story of him. Like, how he died. Yeah. And he's exploiting that. He even says that. And he even says, uh, what do you That's want from Tommy? He's like, Quit taking my story. That's my life. He's like, I need it one more time because the book I didn't write about your life, it didn't sell. Yep. Like, I need to do it again. And he's like, no, I need it back. And then his brother, uh, what's the brother's name? Richard. Rich. Rich. Rich him as like an adult his age because he needs somebody to like be with him and like be his friend. Yep. And he has no friends because he keeps pushing them away. Like you said, the T- uh, Tara sees him as a kid because she like, that's really what she wants. And mom needs someone to be there with dad praying and just. Yeah. Being hopeful. So now my, my excitement will be if dad ever comes out of the coma, who does dad see Tommy as? If that's even a possibility. Yeah. That's or maybe that's something he would eventually wonder when he comes out of a coma going, I can't remember Tommy. Boom. In terms of uh, like this movie, this book has been a lot about character moments. And I think in this one, I like the way there's great character moments, but we also got some plot progression. Like, yeah. She goes and sees that her husband's the one that's trying to get everybody unionized. Her deal's going to fall through. So she goes and finally puts her foot down and say, no, I'm going to crush your union, crush your unionization. And afterwards, I want a divorce. And that's right. how it ends. And I'm just like, fuck yes. Like she finally stands up for herself. At first, I, I agreed with the, not agreed with the husband doing the union, being the union. That was whatever. But when he goes, you know, it wasn't just you who lost that child. It was me as well. I was like, oh, okay, I got it. And then it was like the next two panels or bubbles. He says something else that's beyond, yeah, beyond being a dick. And I was like, okay, you're not just standing up. Now you're trying to fight. And that's like, right. no, you're you're going to lose that battle. So then when she goes, I want to divorce it. Oh, fuck, yeah, that's what I would say. 
Yeah. The art's amazing. Yeah, I was going to say in this issue, the art-wise also, it's um, very great. I'm trying to find what Axe is talking about. I don't see it here. But I know what you're talking I know it's in here. But it's, it's, it's just one of those things that he goes, you know, it wasn't just you who lost this kid. And it was like, oh, yeah, I, I mean, that's true. Yeah. But then he says a couple other things. is like, oh, now you're starting to be a dick. Oh, yeah. So what are you blaming me? You know what? That's fucking crazy, right? I mean, you had the miscarriage, Tara. It's no one's fault. And you're acting... Or are you acting just crazy because this union is threatening your pet project? Yep, right there. That was the one. Yeah. Um, I really, I like this series a lot. And trying to explain to people when I was on Rainbow Show, I try to explain it to like, you know, pitch it to be like, you should get this book. But really, like there's nothing in here that is flashy for me to be like, this is why you need to get it. There's no twist. There's nothing. Right. It's just a book about people. So I, I said, it was like, if you're tired of all that superhero BS where like, um, <laughs> I like superheroes too. Don't look at me that way. But I'm just saying, sometimes you get tired of like no stakes, not tired of people can't actually die, tired of like people, them having the same problems over and over again. And this actually being real people is like trying to deal with something. And you know, like every action that they have is going to have a long listing consequence. It's not going to get retconned in any way. But it's just people trying to figure out life from viewing somebody who's lost it. So like seeing Tommy being like he's lost it and he lost at this point and like you said that's when they need him. There's an underlying problem that they're all not dealing with is Tommy. They all just keep acting like he's still there. Yeah, they're right. not sitting down and dealing with it all together. I think they've never sat down and dealt with it and got over it. Well, the closest one was an issue too where Patrick and Mom are talking, but Patrick refuses to sit with her. Yeah, he's yeah. so distant. Like they've never had a real moment together that they don't know how to have it, and. I don't know. There's a lot about this book that, like, I, I read this book and I like. I also listen to his uh, soundtracks right afterwards to like get the mood of how it's going and uh, depress the hell out of me <laughs> every I single bet. time. Yeah, I was just like, God damn. Like, I feel for all these people already. Spent th- three issues and like, except for the brother's little shit that goes to the bars and gets drunk and all his but, money. But, but like, still, you said, like you there, said, if depending on when Tommy died, and I I don't remember if we've been told, it sounds like they're still having a hard time getting over it. And Dad's now in ill health. Richie doesn't want to see him. He didn't even he know about it. But that's what. But, yeah, Rich, so but now that he knows, yeah. Richie doesn't give a shit and still doesn't yeah. want to see Dad because there's no reason. Dad's not awake. He's not going to know him there. I wonder if those two are super close. That's why he sees him the same age, and his dad somehow didn't cause it, but like was supposed to be watching or something like that. Didn't watch him. That's why he yep. hates his dad. Doesn't even want to see him. Might be something like that, but still, like you said. Something's going on. But it's not, it was, the way I read it was that it's not that he doesn't want to see dad. It's just there's, there's no purpose. He's going to see Terry and he's going to see mom. He doesn't want to see those two. So And dad's not awake to talk to. So he doesn't, want, he doesn't want to deal with anything. Yeah. He's just like, you know, if Let's I go, go there, I'll just fight with mom and my yeah. sister. So I'm not going to go. Uh, one of the things that I thought was like a highlight of this issue is uh, Patrick when he's at the cafe and Tommy's sitting across from him and he's like, you know, I'd like to live my life now. And he's like, no, I need your life. Like, you know, he's like, no, I still need you for one more. You know, basically, like, he's using his journal and everything to get inspiration for his story. Yeah, it's like he's not a, he's not confident in his own writing without using his brother's story as, like, the inspiration for it. Not even inspiration. Like, he's just literally taking his journal and and making it, making it, yeah, a story. You know, there's a, the other, another book that I really like was Killing, and I liked it. I still enjoy it, but Killer Be Killed was one of those books. I was like, oh, this is a real life idea. And there's a supernatural ish, could be supernatural, maybe it wasn't, twist. Uh, Royal City, 100% better. 
I actually like this book more than I like Killer Be Killed right now because this book is just this is lives. This is this is how they live their life. It's not oh what's what's behind it. Who's pulling the strings? That's shit goes down. This is how it's going to happen. Yeah, even though we're trying to figure out like these characters, it's not like an over. There's no mystery. It's right. just like trying to figure out who these people are, which is just natural. But like you said, Killer Be Killed. There's like a story behind it. When do we get caught? Right. And all this stuff. Like it's a thriller. Uh, this is more just like. Something happened. We're sitting in on their life. Let's try to figure out. Let's try to pull together like the stories that happened before we got in this, into their lives and see what's happened. Uh, I give this issue. Uh, I'll give this a ten. This is the best one for me so far. The thing I liked it a lot. I'm gonna give it an eight. I think I'm gonna say. This, I think this for for me was a nine because I like number two almost a little bit more. That ending scene for me at least was great. I don't know why, but I liked it a lot. Where she finally goes there, like. No, when he, well, she saying. finally goes there and you can finally see, like, this is the reason why they're not connecting because she had a miscarriage. And they've, once again, never sat down and got over that. And it's still a friction in their life. And she finally is just like, you know what? This isn't going to work. You still, like, are so concerned about yourself and not about us, about his job, about unionizing, saving their factory. And he's not even really owning the factory. He's just a foreman. Uh, just a foreman. <laughs> and... uh then she's like, well, you know what? I'm going to do something for myself. So I'm going to crush your union and I'm going to divorce you. And I thought that for a character moment was just like, that was really good for me. Yeah. yeah. She finally had enough. I was like, fuck you. Well, you also got fucked. <laughs> um, next, we got Flash number 22, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Howard Porter, colors by Hi-Fi. This was an amazing issue. I thought. I thought it was a great way to wrap up this arc. Eight. Eight? Yep. I mean, for probably total story, I'm going to go with a nine. It wasn't perfect. Perfect? <coughs> That's a good way to know. I said perfect. So you can hear my... T- God damn it. <laughs> so you can hear my tease. You know what? I'm a fucking trainer, and I talk all day, so sometimes my words come out funny, okay? Right. My brain thinks faster than my mouth speaks. <laughs> um. I mean, where do I even start with this issue? I mean, they start following uh, reverse, flash. reverse Flash on the Cosmic Treadmill. It breaks apart, and then we get to a seemingly, you know, something that runs into him that kills him. Um, the button disappears, and they basically come back to Earth by Jay Garrick. So it's like the same thing like Rebirth, one shot. Instead of Wally, it's Jay Garrick the original flash but this time barry can't remember him like as hard as he as barry tries he can't remember who jay garrick is so jay garrick boom but even when he touches him he can't save him right because like literally it was like because i think the he has to remember him he, he doesn't remember, say yeah. their name he doesn't remember him at all he's just like who are you don't know who you are all right because he's so far removed that he's like who's this guy i don't know who this is right i mean i thought this issue was a nine yeah, but everything like in terms of the whole arc, like I felt that it could have been one issue less, like less de- decompressed. It felt like there was one episode, one issue of just like filler for some reason. But this issue, Howard Porter's art in this issue, I thought was great. His line works great. It's very uh, nice and solid, crisp. Um, coloring is great. But in terms of story, I liked it a lot. I did tell, I did call it that you wouldn't see who he sees. That he would just look up and you would see yeah. him say it and be like, oh, okay, who's that? However, a couple panels later, epilogue, we see actually Dr. Manhattan's hand. He says uh, Lori's name. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's 
Obviously. It's it's Dr. Man. Um and it's when he goes down and grabs the button off the floor. No, oh, I got that. I'm just not impressed. It's I, I was telling Marvin, I said Watchmen must not be my thing. He was not impressed with the Watchmen uh, connection. He watches the Watchmen. But even better is when it zooms out and you see Superman's crest and you're just like, and then it goes Doomsday Clock coming 2017? Oh, November. November, yeah. November 2017. You know what worries me, though, about this? First off, Jeff Johns, are you in, are you in it to win it or are we still in those movies? Because he said on Twitter that he's like, might be six issues, might be 12. And it's like, you don't know? At this point, when it's coming out in November. Well, he's still writing it, basically. It's basically, he's got the first issues. Gary Frank needs yeah, time. But Yeah, but that makes a big difference doing... Six to twelve—that's double the issues. I know. So but is he, that money? Grab he tweeted that? out in November of this last year that he was working on Watchmen. Hmm. So I thought he, they have—they have plenty of issues done already. Oh, okay. Clearly, <laughs> oh, um, okay. I'll I th- defend this fucking thing. I yeah. thought uh, this page was great. It really was strong. Where he's like, "Are you going to go get that?" And he's like, uh, "You're going to answer that?" And he doesn't answer him. He just looks down. And it's like—it's really—he's like, "Do I still do this?" Right. My dad told me like. That's the only thing that he cared about was like he's doing this for his family because he wants to make sure that they never happens again, ever happens to them again. And then his dad, he's like, no, don't do it anymore. So imagine like for him, it's like all I'm doing it is for them. And now I actually get a chance to talk about that. He says, no, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. And now he's like, do I do it? I would. I'm hoping it's not. I, well, the next arc from Batman is a prequel, so it's not going to be after this. But I hope the one after that is at least. Uh, dealing with this. I thought Batman 23 takes place after this. Oh, I don't think so. The Swamp Thing one? Yeah, because that's what uh, Tom King wrote, and that like this is him dealing with the fact of that arc. And oh, me having to. And then like, 24 is the epilogue of Bane being in town. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I thought 24 was the uh, jokes. No, nope, that's 25. Oh, okay, 25 is a prequel. So I don't know. I would hope that they would at least touch on it. Right. The kind of his whole. You know, crossover and then never mention that his dad told him to stop being Batman. You know what a great Batman story would be? And I was getting off topic. Like, like see him go back out and be so shocked by all this that he, like, fucking sucks at doing his job. He gets the yips. Yeah. What you mean? Gets the shit kicked out of him. He loses his webbing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, gets the yips. Yeah. From How I Met Your Mother? What? No, it's a football term. Oh, really? Or a sports term. Oh. It's like when they put a rookie out too early and they get scared and can't do can't do their job anymore. They get oh. the yips because Barney Stinson gets that. How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, what's well, the same thing? Um, this issue, what I say, nine it was a nine for me. I, I thought it was pretty great, but the whole thing overall probably an eight. Cut it back an issue, I gave it a nine. Yeah. I think still first issue of this was my favorite. I think yeah, that I first that issue scene. was fucking. That would be a ten out of ten. These other ones have just been. It's on my list for one of the best far. issues of the year. That first one. We've never done that before. Uh, I know. I'm keeping an ongoing list, so when we do do it, I'm I'm ready. Still blowing my hand. Secret Empire number two, written by Nick Spencer, art by Andrea Sorrentino, uh, with Rob Rod Rice. Um, so we get uh, the second second part of uh, we get number two, actually number four, Secret Empire. <laughs> God, if you were a new reader, how are you gonna get into this? So here's what you gotta do: you gotta get the zero first, then read one, then free comic they put out something. Go get that. Don't worry about every single fucking tie-in. Oh, God, you're right. There was a zero, wasn't there? And then get number two. Zero, one. But wait, you got to go three, get four. Captain America issue. Read that one before you read zero. Yeah, it's, whatever. Anyway, let's just talk about this issue. Um, you know what I thought? Uh, I was uh, concerned, but also disappointed. 
was concerned because Sorrentino's art is kind of hard for some people to read. Mm-hmm. So I started reading this at the beginning, and I'm like, man, you really toned down the panels. It's just like b- basic. It's plain. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I can read this There's shit. There's only it's one part right. that was... And then also we get a two-page spread of... Uh, Captain sitting on the throne. No, before that. That we fucking this, thing? We get this big uh, montage Blood thing. Bloodstain. Telling the history of what happens when uh, Rick Jones is telling what happened to Cap. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's cool. But it's not hard to read. The uh, boxes of text are still uh, in order. In order. So that might be hard. It's cool to look at. It's a montage. So that's cool. Uh, not montage, collage. And then we get to the middle uh, centerfold. And it's, uh, yeah, this one I was like, oh, okay. We got this at least. But then the rest of the issue is pretty standard. Yeah. So I was just like, huh. That's really uh, that's really tame Sorrentino. I was hoping for like the whole thing to be like that. Middle I kind of felt a little bitter. It's like they pulled him off old man Logan for this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? It <laughs> actually didn't even look. I mean, it looked good. That's what it, that, but it wasn't as yeah. crisp as old man. That's Logan what I'm is. saying. Like they pull him off right. when they didn't use him to his talents. It was just like, let's just do a standard layout. We need a really great artist to be on the story. It's, it felt like that Nick Spencer had an idea for those two pages. and was like, I need Sorrentino to do it, though. And then the rest of they're like. Yeah, that's just basic. Just do panels. Right. And it's like, no, this guy, like an old man Logan, stuff like that, was doing like every page was like that. Yeah. Was the last couple pages, was that Rob Rice? Again? I think it might be. It looks like yes. Phil Noto a little bit, but I think it's Rob Rice. Um, looked like, I mean, it looked like a, a mix between them. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. That looks like uh, Cal. That's what he did. So explain to this to me like I'm a dummy. Is this his internal battle that we're going through? I don't know what the fuck this is. This worries me a lot. Yeah, like that we get either of, Either this other captain is now not captain well i feel like this isn't like a dreamscape that he's like fighting inside his his mind this the uh, serpent society who is this looks at the serpent society see i don't know if this here's the thing and i know there'll probably be another issue i know yeah i know nick likes to do this where he makes you think one thing so everybody gets outraged and he's like laughing and then he'll be like gotcha two things if it turns out to actually that the Steve Rogers, that is Hydra Steve, is not the real one. And this one is the real Steve. It'll piss me off no end. Oh, that'd be the worst. That Marvel cannot just fucking do something. They always have to be like, wasn't actually him. We're not going to fuck around with our character. You think we were actually going to make our character have some sort of uh, advancement or development? No, it's going to be he was fake. That instantly pisses me off. (laughs) I just hope it's an internal fight that like Steve Rogers, like that one you see at the very end, is fighting through his fucking internal yeah. demons to get to that would be perfect is. that he's actually yeah. fighting back his the cosmic cube if steve rogers is could be one person to be like i can fight the cosmic cube what it i have such great will that i can do that i always imagine that captain america is the the batman where mentally trained he's actually mentally well sound if that makes sense i think people always compare him to batman but i think he's more like hal doesn't give up, always has will. Like right. he's always the guy. He never like, gives up. He's not dark like Batman. He's very optimistic. No, not, but he's I'm, Superman. But I'm not saying he's dark. I'm saying that he's he's got Batman. that like in what um what book is this? R. I. P. or where um Bruce gets fear toxined and then or he Joker gets who he is. No, no, no. But it's he gets fear toxined and then he gets put in a um a casket and he has to punch his way out. It's Doom is the movie. I haven't seen that one. It's actually. JL Doom. Marvel and I watched it where he ends isn't up having to take up the whole Justice Faust based off the Tower of Babylon yeah. story. That's like from Graham Morrison oh, in like the late 90s. Or am I thinking of a different one then? Because there's one where Bane beats the shit out of him, puts him in a uh, casket, and he has to punch his way out of it. 
Is that the movie? No. Well, yeah, it was the movie, but I know it's a book. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. Weird tangent. It's just one of those. Uh, Secret Empire number two. (laughs) But yeah, I like. I mean, Sorrentino's art is great to look at, but it's just like, why do they need him? But even this one, like I look at his art and I love his art. Colors are great. But it just was one of those things. Like, oh, it's not actually as good as Old Man Logan was. I thought right. his Ultimate Spider-Man looked like shit. Yes, to I couldn't tell if it was regular Spider-Man or Ultimate Spider-Man. But for some reason, he took the black out of his costume. For what? He looked so bluish. Yeah, I didn't know either. I was like, "What are you doing here?" Well, they also a weird moment when they're talking. This is just a story thing. But when they're talking, also he looks up and Miles is in the vent looking at them. And I was just like, it made me laugh. I think it's supposed to be like all this guy's like. Looking into their thing, dropping, yeah. but it made me laugh. It's just random. The I think that black, okay. I think that Black Widow looks like um, the actress who played Sue Storm in the new Fantastic Four, just with red hair. I think for me, this issue was the best one out of all of them. However, it still is not like mind blowing to me. Oh, I, I Zero is still my favorite. Yeah, I, what was the free comic book one? I thought that was badass. That was good. That was fucking cool. Like, I was not expecting fucking Captain to pick up Thor's hammer. That was good only because, like, it's, like, so, like, to the point being, like, reading and tell a story in this amount of pages. So, I think that was good. I don't know if I count that as a real issue, though. Well, it's like I a, suppose. you know what I mean? It's like, uh, here's but something that happened before this happened. With that book, though, the whole Black Widow Champions thing, like, I almost feel like that's that new Secret Wars, I mean, new I like that Empire actually. book that's coming out. Like, I like it. I, like I feel I'm like, worried that they're doing too many different things all at once. There's too many threads of the story. They're right. A, B, C plot. And yeah. Then, then we got D, E, F as well. Yeah. Well, you got to get all the books, all the crossovers, you know, know, the full story. It's like if you can put those guys in this main story, why do you need the fucking I do Black like, Widow's training? I thought that one was badass. That when she cut her hand, she's like, welcome Fuck to the Red Room. That was, that that was, was cool. like. I wanted to see the next part where she passed out from blood loss. Because that's <laughs> a lot of blood she just smeared <laughs> on that, that wall. Smeared on your hand? That was like smudged. How's that that much? Said a lot. That's like twelve feet of blood that she just smeared on there. I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna give it a seven. It's not. As it, it didn't wow me, but it was a good. I mean, it made sense on the route. I like I like the characters in this book. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna give it a, a seven also. I remember something that I hate about this issue, and I hate mostly about Nick Spencer's writing, and he needs to calm the fuck down. Not every character has to be fucking quippy and like have humor. You know, mm-hmm. narrow down to the people like the people who are and quit having every character have a moment where they're like sarcastic and like quipping back and stuff like that. And I'm just like, not everybody's like that. Right. However, I know that he's like trying to put humor in the book. So like he'll like find like he was that part when uh, Rick Jones is telling the story about how Cubics was Red Skull, you know, right. Influence Cubics made her think that Hydra was the best thing since Frozen, and I was like, that kid would have no concept what Frozen is. Right. Oh man, see that threw me off. I just assumed Frozen being he was frozen in a block of ice. That's all I thought. No, of. the movie never even occurred Disney to me that was the movie. She's a little girl, but it's like but also she's a little girl who's not fucking real. So yeah, Rick Jones. You think she's watched some movies recently when she was captured? <laughs> no, Rick Jones is just making that a metaphor, like saying that she. I understand that, but like right. it, it's just a joke. But the joke doesn't make sense. That's what I'm saying. He just keeps doing these fucking jokes in his book, right? Because Nick Spencer wants people to laugh. Me, like, but if you really think about it, it's like why is that in there? That seems like a forced movie laugh. Yeah, I know. It seems like. Get all the meta people. It seems like, like he, oh, I know yeah, that. It seems like when they do movies and they write the script and somebody does a touch up on it to add jokes and they'll just add random jokes. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It's just random jokes being like, okay, let's give a, uh, okay, um, who was it in this fucking issue? Probably Ultimate Spider Man. Rick Jones was like too funny. Like everything Hawkeye. was like, 
how can I, well, how can I expect it from? The only character Iron that Fist. was actually felt correct was Captain. And he even had that kind of remorseful, guilty, I shouldn't have made that decision. I like the way he writes Cap. Yeah, he's yeah, good no, at I, li- Cap. I like his Cap. That's what I mean. Like, I think he knows how to write certain characters. And other ones, he's like, I don't know who this character is. Let's just put jokes in their mouth. Yeah. You know what? Uh, actually, a book that did literally make me laugh out loud today was God Country Number no. 5, written by Donnie cool. Cates, art by Jeff Shaw, and colors by Jason Wordy. Laugh out loud. I, I, this was funny. I, yeah, actually, I don't know what was funny. When um, Oh, here we go. Here's an example of uh, Alex's humor. Tell me what was funny. Cause when we, the, um, I'm going to just call him the God of War because I can't remember his name, yeah. brings the hammer and he's fighting um, the grandfather, Quentin, I think is his name. And you watch the Emmett. Yeah, it's Emmett. Emmett. No, you're right. Sorry. So he hits uh, Grandpa, and he goes crashing into a, the dirt or the building or whatever, and he gets out of it, and you just see the face of the god go, oh. And it's this word that has no translation in Earth languages. Oh, yeah. And he goes, I'm assuming it was, holy shit. And I, I mean, it made me laugh out yeah. loud. It's like, oh yeah, it was quippy. It was good. It was a good line. Boom. I, yeah, I, I, guess. I don't know if it was ROFL kind of laughing, but uh, I laughed in real life. <laughs> I was rolling on the floor laughing, but um, I, but I laughed in real life, not on the floor. I was sitting in my chair comfortably and safely. This issue was badass. The only thing I didn't like about it is like the soldier dude is like, I don't want to fight. I just need to get the sword so I can go take it back to my dad. And then, but he's like literally. He's saying one thing and then trying to beat the living piss out of him at the same time. So that, that like took me out of the fight, but then back in. Well, he has to. I know. He can't go back empty-handed. Well, saying he's talking at the end that. But he's I, trying to reason with he was him, in that, but he, started, he, was he was in that stuck, second issue, here. wasn't he? He was in the second issue. Yeah. And he came and he was like, I don't want to fight you. And he's like, well, I'm not going to give it back. And he's like, okay, I'll go tell my dad. Right. I was um, like, no, he's stuck here. He, dad won't let him back. You know what? I like this issue a lot. However, you art's great. Colors are great. I like the story a lot. I like the dialogue. It's like it's great. The lettering's great. Everything about this issue is great. However, for like this the series overall, it's like what it's really? Meh. What's with the point? Yeah. The only the part that I actually liked the second part I really enjoyed about this, and they actually kind of gave me goosebumps, is when Grandpa's got the bat or got the sword and got the hammer, and he goes to I assume kill. kill. Yeah. And. The son can't stop him. Daughter-in-law can't stop him. But the one word that stops him from doing anything was grandpa. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Well, that's what I thought. Like, he's doing this for them. And then in this issue, they're like, we don't need this. Like, give it back. Let's go back. We can. And he's like, no, I have to do this. And he goes to go fight the, uh, the dad, the main bad guy. And it's like, so what is he really doing this for? So I'm like, what's the point? Like, I don't understand. I'm lost on what his motivation is. I, I think... Is his motivation just he doesn't want to go back to being that old? Well, say, man I mean, he's, he's not—he's not grandpa. He was this different man that he's back to being who he was, and he wants to. So maybe that's have what his he's, family. Maybe he's going to go because he knows he'll maybe get die, and he's this is a death wish for him. He wants to go out in a blaze of glory. And so he's going to go out being the man he was, yeah. and that's now, true. Now, okay. he, now he's taking it back to let's go fuck up daddy's town instead of ruining Texas and hurting my family. Let's go fuck your family over. You convinced me nine. I'm gonna keep Sold. it. I'm gonna keep Sold. it at an eight. Um, I think for what? I think he's just getting power hungry now. Who, the I think when he had, I think he's I think when he had the hammer. Power. I think when he yeah. had the hammer, it was power hungry. But then when the little girl asks, I mean, just says grandpa, and he stops. It's like okay, it's not. It's not about being power anymore. It's about my family's in danger. 
I need to go finish this. Either yeah, I see, die I or I need re- to kill him. I thought that was going to be. Sorry, wait. Go ahead. That's what it was, though. Is that I thought that was going to be the rest of the series was going to be him trying to get her back, but then he got her back at this issue, and I was like, oh, okay. So what's the last issue going to be about? Going to beat the shit out of that. He's going to kill some other gods. I guess, but like what you were saying, like maybe that's the way he wants to go out. Being the man he used to be, not the man he became. Yeah. So I don't know if I've gotten that deep about that. That's the thing, though. It's not, I guess maybe it's very very subtle. This might be your book, buddy. You got the humor you get, you get the subtlety of it. It's got pictures. Papa's understanding this book. Words I think I'm getting pictures. this book. I do love it. Like because even go, when he goes to the the Hell Realm or whatever it was in issue four, and he talks to Bale Grimm, I think it was the name, and he goes, uh, "Give me my granddaughter, and I'll leave." Bale Grimm's like, "Fuck you! I'm keeping her." All right, then I'm gonna beat the shit out of you until I get her back. Papa gets this book. <laughs> Actually, I like this book a lot. That's great. I think Donnie Cage is a great writer. The um. I saw on Twitter today that he said he got a big job, big gig. I wonder if he can, he's going to be writing for them on the big two because he hasn't written anything for them yet. So if it, if it's a big job in comic books, it's one of those guys. But I'm uh, maybe he's taking over for Nightwing because we <laughs> see. I, he'd probably be a good. I, my only thing is that would I would think Jeff Shaw would be coming with him. Think it's a two for one. I. You would hope so. Well, I you, would you, honestly. You, you got to become like Bendis to bring people over, though. You can't just show up at your job big. By the way, I'm bringing my artist yeah. too. Yeah, I've done but one it, series spread over like eight months. It was five issues. Uh, no, he's done a he's, few. He's done. He did, he did uh, paybacks, buzzkills, and both and paybacks. I know. I thought pay- they're not critical successes okay. except for God's Country or hey, God Country. Hey, Papa loved all three of those. Buzzkill is the best. I love Buzzkill. That is probably my favorite of those three stories. But I'm just saying they didn't sell. I know. <laughs> they didn't make money. That's what. That's what one of the big two care about. Yeah. Um, well, you know what did so. Nothing. Your face. <laughs> Batman number 23, written by Tom King. Pencils, inks, colors, titles, and cover by Mitch Geratz. Do you know Gerads. I'm going to say something? Um, Gerad Nads. Since you brought up that you know what does sell. <laughs> You're so close the first time. Geratz, yeah. Okay. Do you want to know? Uh, Gerads. <laughs> since to, you brought it up that Mitch you know Gerads. what does sell, what you just said. Uh, you know what's interesting is that all comic sales are based around Batman sales. You know what I mean? So... Their baseline because Batman is so consistently sells at a consistent rate and their drops never like really gets that much above that they have these like ratings that they give books when they sell that Batman set like a zero. That's what it's always at zero. Like that's the rating. If it sells, if something sells like because it sells whatever amount that it sells every month, that is considered zero. And if it sells more than that, it gets like a point above or a point below. But I thought that was just very interesting that Batman's like Batman's par, huh? Yeah, Batman's par. That's what it is. It's like that's the it's the top shit. That's the uh, what do you call it? Measuring stick that everything is measured against. Sure. What about Batman twenty three? What do you think? So first read through, because I read this twice, because I had talked to uh, John Boylan, sponsor of the show, uh, Roots of the Swamp Thing dot com. Roots. Sorry, I say Roots. I don't know why I do that. You're fine. Either one is right. Whatever. So, anyways, now Marvin maybe changed it one time when I said it for something. Um, you did, but I never, I never changed it on the actual thing. Oh, I let you say your way, baby. Um, uh, but we had talked about it, so I went back and reread it. Basically, prior to my knowledge of what John told me, which we'll talk about shortly, I'm sure, because I want to hear everyone else's opinions on it. Like, I enjoyed the issue. I thought it was like it was drawn beautifully. Like, art was fantastic. Um, story itself, like there was some funny like Batman. You know, lines like the, the Batmobile it? car. And he's like, why do you have a body? Um, 
Then, but yeah, by the end, which made Swamp Thing laugh. By the time the end comes up, you would hope like I know this is a one shot, but you're like, that's it. Yeah. There's not a second issue. Like I don't think I don't think that's serving any justice for fans for Batman or for Swamp Thing. Um. So yeah, I won't talk about the thing with John Boylan yet until you guys go, and then I'll bring. I mean, I'm sure you guys bring that up too. Well, maybe I don't know. There were things that I really liked about it, like the the dedication towards Swamp Thing, the the what like six panels in that one page where you're watching him slowly grow. I like that. Um, when Swamp Thing and Bruce are sitting in the mansion, and you watch Swamp Thing make his own cup of water using plants, I was like, "Oh, that's really cool." Um, When Swamp Thing kills the bad guy at the end, I was like, okay, that's... I mean, I saw that coming, which was weird that Batman didn't see that coming. There's things about Batman in this book that didn't seem Batman. Well, Swamp Thing made it seem like, you know, hey, I just... I just want to find out who it was. Yeah, I want to know why and whatnot in Batman. Like, he plays on Batman's sympathy to basically be like, hey, you're going to get me there. The thing that... and, And maybe it's a point to Flash number 22. Batman's soft in this one. I felt Batman was softer in this one. That he didn't see the whole big plan that he normally would. And, right. Which is fine. I understand he's not all... He's not being Batman not right 100%. now. Yeah. And I get that. So when he's he's mad at Swamp Thing for you killed him, I didn't... You know, that wasn't needed. And it was kind of... You know, Swamp Thing's like, oh, well, he killed my dad. So here we go. Yeah. And then he starts singing that song. Kind yeah. Of, it's like, fuck. If you want to read Jive Boylan's review, go to RootsofSwampThing.com. Read your review. It's pretty great. Um, also, I said, like the, at the beginning, the, the this issue is all dedicated to Bernie Wrightson, who recently passed away. He was a big uh, uh, monster guy. Created a lot of monsters. Uh, drew a lot of uh, stuff. He's an artist. Passed away recently, so... He's you known for Swamp Thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, so he... At the beginning of the first issue. I don't... I really didn't see... I didn't think John pointed that out in his review, but at the bottom, first page, bottom left, this is for Bernie. For Bernie. Um, I do like the way this issue is structured. Chapter one, two, three, four, five. I like that a lot. Remind me of Deathstroke. Yeah. Um, also, the title pages for those are also very like an old 50s like monster. Um, this issue was weird. I like the art a lot. Mm. I like most of the issue until the end. Yeah. And like you said, it feels incomplete. It's like, I understand that at that moment you want to leave me with Batman with that dead guy on the floor and being like, whoa, like what happened? But I'm more like, well, what happened? Like, what what are we doing here? And I thought there'd be more, you know? And to see that, like you said, the next one's for Bane. I was like, oh, okay. Um, it seems like an odd choice for like a one shot. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's filler, but technically it is. But that's, that's, what, this the one, that's of what this filler. one is to me is a filler. And it wasn't. The rest of it was good, though. I like the rest. I like the dynamic between the two. Yeah. Fun. First page, his dad, uh, uh, Swamp Thing's dad, looks like uh, Alan Moore. I think that was intentional to be like, this is your actual dad is Alan Moore. Uh, because he wrote the def- saga. definitive. Uh, what? The definitive the saga? What is it called Swamp Thing Saga? No. Volume 1? Saga of the Swamp Thing. Um, so not the fucking word saga in that title <laughs> I just gave? It's that called the saga. Saga of the Swamp Thing. The saga of Swamp Thing. He, I didn't uh, start with that Sega game. Oh, he uh, wrote the definitive take on Swamp Thing's origins. Or not origins, but like good story for him. Um, I do like the humorous bits where Alfred's trying to pick up after Swamp Thing. 
thought that was funny. You know, I thought was, Bruce was a dick in this issue. At one point, he's done with his team. He's like, Alfred. And Alfred comes over and takes the teacup. I was like, whoa, buddy. When did you start treating him like a fucking butler? Dude, Alfred's working. <laughs> he was working fucking hard this I know. Year. That's what I mean. He's like, he's cleaning up. And then we get this page here. I'll show you. Where See, I missed that. The, the bottom left. He's like, Alfred. And then Alfred comes to take his fucking teacup. He's like, whoa, calm the fuck down, Bruce. Oh, say, I missed that second, pa- that third, or I missed that middle panel where, where he he's takes actually it? taking it. And I was like, whoa, when did he fucking actually become your butler? I thought he was butler by like, you know, he, for your family, you had him as a butler, but now he's more than that. But Bruce, obviously, he's like, papa. Bruce is like, fucking take this key, teacup. I'm talking the Swamp Thing. Right Maybe now. in front of other people, Bruce has got to act like he's a butler, even though Swamp Thing knows everything about Bruce. Yeah, I was going to say, he knows he's bad, man. I can understand say. maybe if, like, you know, the commissioner was over. Yeah. Um, Swamp Thing, like you said, makes a teacup. I thought that was cool. Um, a lot of stuff is cool, like, but it just, like... doesn't match. The end was unfortunate. It was I what you... Was just, I have a question for you yeah. and you. More Not so him. much for me, huh? More for him. And then tell me why you bring the elephant out of the closet. Mostly because you brought it up on the show last week or the week before, is you said that something has to stick the landing, otherwise it makes the whole, taints the whole thing. And in this, I kind of, I was like, I thought about that when I got to the end. I was like, what, that you said that. And I was like, hmm, does that ruin the whole thing for me, though? Because I didn't like the ending. And I thought about it. And I was like, you know what, though? A lot of times, especially on this show or just in general when we're talking about comics, we usually say we don't like the way it started, but it ends great. And then the whole thing is great to us. So, is the opposite more true? Like, if it has a shitty beginning and it ends great, does that make up for the rest? Or if it has a great beginning and ends shitty, does that make the whole thing shit? Okay, you, you actually, I can I can talk about yeah. that as well. With um, okay, the series Wake, yeah. you know the first five issues you and I loved, but because the last six through ten were kind of not so good, for me the whole the whole thing is kind Did of. Did you a, read Wake? No. No. Oh, so you didn't. Uh, but what I think about, I think about literary devices. Like, what does everything in, in the beginning of a story set up? It makes it so when you get to the climax, it means that much more. So if you have a great beginning and then you get to the climax, which is like shit and not, I mean, it's just, eh, like then it doesn't pay off. So you can't make a great story where. Your climax is weaker than your actual leading up to it. Well, like Daredevil 20. You said it actually made Daredevil better. So the end of this actually made it better. That's you know, what I mean. I'm asking. I think, it, I think yeah. it does, you know, ending to be better. A but better ending thing. is better than a better beginning. Correct. Right. Because I was going to say, the last thing I remember is the shitty last part I just read. Yeah. It's always the last thing that you read. Yep. But also, it's. I think it gave more leeway to some. A, a shitty beginning is like, ah, they haven't found their footing. They don't know how to write this yet. Whereas a bad ending is like, you, you've been doing excellent. And now it's bad. Like, now what you happened? The ball. Yeah, what happened? You dropped the ball. You don't know how to, you didn't think ahead. So, like in this issue, I'm like, I'm thinking to the end, being like, did you not know how to end this? Right. It's like, you left it open ended. But like, you know, so Swamp Thing kills somebody in front of Bruce, and Bruce is like, like gets mad at him for killing somebody. But then it's like he just sits like there's I feel like there should like, have stopped. There should have been one more scene after that. In, yeah. To be like him talking to Alfred about it or him talking to Commissioner Gordon or them like showing up and be like what happened and him being like maybe like you said maybe tied into that button thing being like he's off his game. Well he did that last panel when Swamp Thing's disappearing. He's like what does this mean about my father and my mother. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like one panel. Like I know it wasn't enough. It, needs, it wasn't. I needed something more. See, now the thing is that I never. It didn't occur to me that this would have been a follow up to 
the button. That's what I mean. It's and because it had nothing to do with anything other than mom and dad at the end. Right. And until we started talking about it at the table, I had no, I never even occurred to me. Well, let's be honest, Batman's not the guy that has his emotions on his shoulder as when it comes to like actual, not like but actual usually he's, things. But when you look at, if he's doing any detective related things, he's at least going to have evidence. There's nothing of this on there. That's what I mean. I kn- and so you're right. I mean, he wasn't wearing his emotions on his sleeve. So. I'm usually a fan of su- subtle su- uh, storytelling, but I felt like there needed to be something more blunt here being like, this is, he was, like this happened because he's not 100. He sh- he's basically shooken up by meeting Thomas and Thomas telling him be stop being Batman. Like right. I never got that. Like even when you told me he was like, well, this takes place afterwards. I was like, really? I don't think so. I don't like. I, there's no nothing that tells me it does. Where's the Batman weed whacker at? The bat whacker. Oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> so I gave it a. It's an eight. It's this not is, bad. This is a seven for me. I'm gonna stick with a seven, and I'm gonna just bring this out briefly. We can talk about it really quick. Um. Like John Boylan, he wrote the review that we mentioned earlier. You should check it out. And his biggest concern was that this story was made for Batman, even though Swamp Thing's a guest host in it. But, you know, like John Boylan, he's a huge Swamp Thing fan. Like, we're just starting to get to know Swamp Thing more. And basically, Tom Kig made a story that changes a lot about Swamp Thing's continuity for the sake of pushing Batman for things that he has to deal with for the next year. Now, the resolution for Swamp Thing, you might never get. So that made me like the story less for the fact that Tom King, I don't know if this was his idea or the editors or whatever, that said, hey, let's just do this Swamp Thing story because no one like cares about his history or his origins just so that we can give Batman something to struggle against. You want to you know what I, I said about that? Right. This is I, I uh, texted this to John because we were talking about it for a second. Um, I'm not really bothered about the change of continuity because I really don't know. Right. You know? If they did change it merely for the sake of Batman's story, it is kind of a shame. However, I think a lot of these questions and worries about, like, did they change his origin? Like, what's really happening? All this stuff would be 100% solved with if they had an ongoing Swamp Thing book. Like, they could actually delve right. into it and, like, talk about it and then, like, address some things about this Swamp, about Swamp Thing that's been, you know, questioned or, like, we've been trying to figure out. Especially for him popping up in random books and being like, well, that's different. What happened? And then you don't see him for a while. You know what I mean? So if they had an ongoing Swamp Thing book, which, by the way, I want to pitch real quick. Uh, DC, what happened to my mic? Does it sound different to you guys? No. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, I know what. There we go. My glasses are pushing my headphones up. <laughs> um, uh, DC, bring back a Swamp Thing book. Do not put it in DC, like a, as a DC book. Bring back Vertigo. What happened to fucking Vertigo? Bring yeah, back, you know, relaunch Vertigo and bring back Swamp Thing. Uh, take Hell Blazer's not working as a DC book. Put it back in fucking Vertigo. Bring back, and I know you try, you're they're trying to do different stuff with Vertigo, like more real stuff. But like, shoot it in the arm with a little like popular character to get it going, and like make it how it used to be. Like, what's that thing doing now? What's you doing? What are you doing with Vertigo? I Relaunch seen, it. Has there been a new first issue in a while? I don't think so. No, I haven't seen it in forever. I mean, Room ended. Uh, Unfollow's done. American Vampire's sure. on hiatus. Uh, sure yeah. Babylon's gone. Sheriff of Babylon's on hiatus right now. What was um, the one you just said, Marvin? Not Sheriff. Sure. American Vampire. Oh, it's yep. on hiatus. Yep, forever. But it's, uh, for, well, we'll see. Um, but the thing is, is like you've been launching all these other lines, you know, Young Animal, Metal, uh, Hanna Barbera. You're doing all this stuff. And there's a Jack Kirby, like a bunch of one shots coming out. So they're not for afraid of like making these smaller lines that don't sell as well. Bring back Vertigo, bring back Swamp Thing as their own book, 
address all these things, get somebody on that book that's going to do a long run, get all this stuff cleared out. And then, you know what? Like maybe this isn't a change of a story. Maybe this is just something you add and eventually find out that, you know, like maybe this person was somebody in his life that he thought was his actual real father and then you just address it. You know what I mean? But to have something just pop up and then him go away and knowing that you're yep. not going to, you don't know when you're going to ever see a swamp thing again, then it's harder to swallow being like, oh, they changed something. Right. Question for you. Does Swampy always talk like that? What do you mean? Um, not, like, I know, not, not necessarily in the song or poem, but just does he always have to take that long break? He's kind of like stoic, you mean? Well, it's, it's almost like he makes sure that he uses the correct word. And in doing so, it I'm actually intentionally talking slowly and taking that break. Or is that just... I'm not enough. I don't know about enough about Swamp Thing to tell you that. I, have no idea. I mean, I realize the way it's read, it's not. Oh, I see what you mean with the, uh, breaks, with the ellipses. Yeah. I guess I didn't even notice that, notice that while reading. Because um, when I read it, I mean, that's how I read it was the, there's a, you know, a beat to take in between every single word. When he's singing, he doesn't do that. No, I know. And when he's singing, he's fine. But it's almost like in his own, just how he speaks, is there's ellipses, there's a pause, there's a beat every time he's got, he can say a couple words, and then there's a You beat. know what? That actually bothers me now. I never noticed that when I was reading. I didn't actually do the spaces. You know what? I actually, so my history of Swamp Thing is like all New 52 I've read. I've tried to go back and like fill in my knowledge of Swamp Thing, especially after we had John on the show, and like I got me interested in it, so I started reading more stuff. Um, from what I know and remember, I don't think he talks like that. I guess it might be a Tom King thing. I don't know, but maybe he does talk like that. Just enter notes in New Fifty Two. I don't. I don't remember it being in New Fifty Two that that's the way he speaks. So that's it. Kind of it threw me out of the book. Going, oh, that's that doesn't make sense. This issue was weird. So I give it an eight. I think I might give it a seven. It's give weird. it a seven. I think. You know what? And what really carries it to that seven is Garads. Are what yeah. the fuck his name is? Garads. Right. Garads. Yeah. Garadnads. Nice. Uh, yeah, his there. colors are great to the, I like that dynamic between the two, but yeah, I don't know what the point of the story is. I don't know if I really feel a dynamic. I think if he was just the artist that just did a great Batman story. No, I mean Swamp Thing and Batman together. Oh, I thought you were talking no, about No, like when they're in a car and he's like, what do you have a car for? He's like, what do you have a body? Right. It's just like, there's parts like that where I'm just like laughing. Yeah. Not laughing. I wasn't actually laughing, Alex. Calm down. I know you didn't laugh at it. But I'm just saying, like, no, I, no, I'll, I'll admit, I smirk. The, the car joke did make me kind of smirk. I, and I did. like the Alfred part in the background, like, there's Tom King knows how to write a book. It's just that, like, I don't know what's the point of this issue. I was oblivious to some of the Alfred stuff. I saw him actually cleaning the floor. I got that. Bruce is a fucking dick. I, that's that's what I got. He looked like a pompous jackass. Now he re, now he's secluded. Now he's going back. He's re, he's re, uh, regressing. He's treating him like a butler again. Somebody's got to put this fucking Batman in. I don't on. think I've ever seen... Uh, I hope Nightwing shows up and beats the shit out. Where's <laughs> Bruce? I've never seen uh, Bruce Wayne wear like an orange sweater. <laughs> I was like, okay. It's awfully bright for I do like Bruce. the art, but it, uh, he drew Batman with a lot of lines in his face. Look really old. Yeah. That was the only thing. Uh, those were the books for this week. We got uh, Daredevil 20, Royal City 3, Flash 22, Secret Empire number 2, God's Country, or God Country number five, and Batman uh, 23. Rainbow, comics and cards. Looking for comic books, collectibles, board games, or any sports memorabilia or sports cards? The only place you need to shop in Sioux Falls or Lincoln, Nebraska. 
Visit their Facebook page, facebook.com slash Rainbow Comics and Cards, or their Lincoln location at Rainbow Comics and Cards, Lincoln. Or find them online anytime at RainbowComicsandCards.com. Uh, she's like, now my glasses can't even see it. Let's move on to a segment we haven't done in forever. Uh, if you're a fan of the show early on, we call those the uh season one episodes. Oh, no, we don't. Um, what the fuck? we did, yeah, there's this little inside joke that me and Alex don't know about, but you only know about. <laughs> they give me an inside joke with uh, a third of the team, me, just no. you, um, your left brain and your right brain. We used to do, uh, no, he's never. Have you done Love and Hate? Marvin, you and I did this like our fourth We've done it twice before. We've done this twice. Okay. So he said it yeah, once. I did it once. Okay. Uh, we have a I know called one gaping hole in your life when I wasn't there that one time. We have a, a segment on the show called Love Hate. We pick a subject and we tell you three things about it we love, three things we hate about it. Uh, this week, Image Comics is the subject. Well, let's be talking about Image Comics. Uh, we tell you three things we love about Image Comics and three things we hate. Uh, one at a time. Not all at once. I know you asked every single time we do the segment. We went down in a well, while. So we only done it twice. Let's freshen <laughs> it up. So we'll go we'll alternate. One love, one hate. Um, Alex, uh, tell me one thing you love about Image Comics. Fuck. Jesus. <clears throat> My number one, well, it doesn't have to be. It's just threes, right? Okay. So anyway, uh, one of them is anybody can and may die. That's a love. Steaks. Steaks. I love steaks. Uh, medium rare. <laughs> nope. Medium well. Yeah, that's something actually that's... Uh, <laughs> no, no. It's something I, I like. It's Characters can be gone, can be killed off. Doesn't... I mean, it could just be for random reason. They got caught somewhere, got killed, or it could be a big plan that... Event, I mean, uh, Southern Bastards is uh, actually something that will get brought up a couple times for me. Well, you read it? Spoilers? So they're masters. Nah. That, that issue four did not see that death coming. The violent way that it happened. Do you want to say spoilers for Southern Bastards? Yes. Tell them who dies. The what, what happens? I, what the I f- thought was the main character. Yeah. T- I think his last Tubbs. name was Tubbs, right? You see Tubbs show Tubbs up. Tubbs goes town. to pick up a fight at the local bar. His dad was the old sheriff. Man, it's been so long since I read that. Marvin, how can your brain remember that? Is that that's a good book. His dad was the old sheriff. He comes back to town to bury his dad. His dad just died. And he gets there and he kind of, you know, feels nostalgic about it. Goes into the town, sees that old bossy boy is uh, basically running the town. He's basically he's basically made a mob and he runs the whole town. But they love him because he's good at football. He's good at coach. He's uh, his boss's barbecue. And, um, you know, Tubbs can't take it anymore after four issues of, you know, he just wants to bury his dad and get all his stuff and leave. But uh, boss is, uh, you know, it's like Rambo. Push man too far. Comes you draw off. first blood. You draw first blood. <laughs> so Tubbs goes after Boss, and Boss kills him. All he wants to do is walk on that fucking road across the bridge. <laughs> and so, like, it's like, holy shit, that's just the main character. And now he's dead. So, like, you get to the issue four, like you said, and you're like, holy oh, shit. what's happening next? Is he, is he dead or is he not? And there's an epilogue to the four when he's been calling his daughter for the first four episodes, four issues. And the epilogue is she finally says, I'm going to go see my dad. And then it's like, oh, she's going to be the main character. Okay. Well, let's say, so far, it's not even been her as the main character. No, there's it's a lot boss, of characters. Boss is the main character. Yeah, Boss Most is the main of character. it, at least. Do that Boss arc. Speaking of which, by the way, uh, Southern Masters is the one of the greatest image books you can read. Books in general. Um, that Boss arc, when they talk about his history and stuff like that, 
one of the best things I've ever mm-hmm. read in the comics. It's great. Pick it up. So yeah, you're right. Go on. Stakes. Yep. Yeah, I like you that too. You want my one of my hates? Uh, no, we? we'll go we'll, okay. the next round's hates. Uh, Garrett, one thing you love about Image Comics. Okay, so this is one of my first Image Comics, and it's a series. This is one of my loves. Cowl. There was something about that fucking book that I just loved. Like the whole idea of it. Now nah, I haven't gotten to hates yet. I know this is specific to one series, but you know, I thought that was ingenious what they what Kyle Higgins, Alex Siegel, and Rod Rice were like trying to do together, like kind of make up their own superhero team in their own like their own continuity. There was nothing else included. Um, I remember when we were like starting to read those books, like I was just getting amped kind of like for black hammer. Like we are now, I kind of, that's what the feeling I was getting with this. It's just black hammers doing what Cal couldn't. So what a fucking shame. I, I mean, the book didn't sell. I think we were like the mirror. We, I used to look at the numbers. I looked at the numbers a lot and like, it was really, really low. It was like two, 3000 people buying it. And I was just like, wow. And I know we all bought it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, but I've never heard anybody talk about that book online yeah. or anything. I've heard anybody ever say anything about that book. But consistently, week to week, it was one of the best books. Yeah. And like it was vintage covers, vintage art. I mean, everything was just cool. I think he kind of lost his way because they knew they were going to end it right after what's his name died. Your favorite character, my favorite detective. It's so long ago. The guy that looked like Sinestro. Yeah, the guy looked like Sinestro. <laughs> yeah. um, but after that, you could tell they were like, ah, I don't know how long we could do this. And so they kind of like, spun their wheels and they're like, okay, well, we're going to try to wrap it up, which it really didn't. I mean, there's a lot of open-ended questions and a lot of uh, possibility for a sec. They bring it back. Kyle Higgins, what are you doing? Plus, he had some personal stuff going on. So, yeah. Um, do you have anything else to say about Kyle? Nope. By the way, you can get that, the Kyle music. Did you ever look into that? That jazz? I didn't. I probably would have if the series kept going. Not that it See, you're one of the reasons it got canceled. The- you didn't support his music. You know, there were, there were some issues of Kyle <laughs> no. that were really, really good. I know you hated six. I don't no no. I wasn't gonna say that I hated six, but there were some issues just in the with the main art that I was like, oh man, that's a good issue. Like issue I think was five that he killed off that guy. That was good. Uh issue ten and eleven. No, nine and ten. Awesome. This big fight scene. The one thing that and this isn't a hate, it's just one of those things I'm noticing since you brought up Cal, that they were stuck they were they were spinning their wheels. They were stuck in the spot that these characters have these powers, but they never really got to use them. Yeah, and I get that was the point was that oh we're you know we're more than just these superheroes was like I wanted to see a little more hey this is even if they did a give us the boss back yeah they were like these retired heroes that were done being crime fighters yeah but we never got the second part of that story where they're like no we need to use them yeah and I guess that I mean that's something I wish I would that there would have been more hint to because I think that would have given given that oomph to oh let's let's keep going absolutely yeah it was that's a that's one of those books I think. Came out, canceled a li- too soon. came out a little too early. Yep. Like if it would have came out around now, I think it would have had be very successful. It would have been. I think it was. What was it? Like two years ago? It was about two, three years ago. So I mean, not that it's too long ago, but I think social media now, a lot of people are more behind the idea of like a Patreon or doing something to support something on the back end and doing like paying ahead of for something. So I think it would have survived now if it came out. Yeah. Uh, my one, uh, one of my loves, um, actually kind of hints at what Alex was saying, um, more broad term, but still, I do like when you get a image book, you know, there's no compromise. This is a true vision. Like that's their story. You never, I remember one, once feel like, 
ah, I think they want to do this, but they couldn't. There's no, you never get that at all. It's always like, this is what these, this whole team wants to tell. This is a story that they put pen to paper. This is a story that they pitched and they actually want to tell. Um, wasn't always that way. Actually, when uh, Robert Kirkman pitched uh, The Walking Dead, uh, they did not believe in uh, zombies as a seller. So, you know how he originally pitched Walking Dead? Have you heard of that story? Mm-mm. Where he came into them and was like, okay, so there's zombies on the earth and uh, these people are trying to survive and stay alive. Uh, the people who act... the the thing that actually put the zombies on the planet are aliens. Aliens puts up, you know, to clear all the humans of the world and then they would take over the world. And so they're like, oh, that's cool. People like aliens because the zombies didn't sell back then. And then they would always ask me like, hey, where's the aliens at? I don't see any hints. And he's like, oh, you wait. He's like, when I reveal it, you gonna be like, oh, shit, it's going to be like usual suspects. You'd be like, oh, shit, that's all that shit you were talking about. And then um, it finally got to a point where it was like a huge seller. And there, and he was like, "Yeah, there's no aliens," <laughs> and uh, that's why if you ever got the actual issue, it's not in the compendiums. Issue seventy five, it's an issue about where Rick has a dream. It's in full color, has a dream, and it's aliens uh, invading. Well, anyways, so you get a, you know a true vision. So like now, when you pitch something, you can pitch uh, Royal City and be like, "It's just a story about these this family trying to you know figure out how to go on with life," and it's they're like, "Okay, it sounds good, Jeff Lemire." Uh, you can put it together or you can get a story, you know, the opposite side of the spectrum. You can get an autumn lands. Oh, we want to do a magic story with, uh, with, uh, animals. And they're like, Oh, that's cool. So, you know, when you pitch a book, it's not going to be any kind of editorial interference. It's not going to be hell half the time. They don't even have an editor unless they hire one, <clears throat> you know, cause you do everything yourself. So like, I think Lazarus has an editor, but something like Royal city, that's just a flamir. That's all he's doing. And, and basically the main his. editor of any image books is Sean Mankiewicz. So. Mankiewicz? Yeah. Is that his last name? Is that how you say it? I, well, I don't think actually you, you don't get an editor unless you want one. They, I mean, if I you, he's you, like the editor on, on most of the image books. No, they don't have editors. I've seen him on like, editing like Horizon, Walking Dead. Um, what other, there's a couple other... Uh, image titles. That they might provide them if you want them, but oh. I know I've read before. I've read Robert Kirkman interviews saying that they, um, the one editor, they don't need one. What? It's a cost. maybe he's not the editor, but he's he's something. He and Mankiewicz is on every single letter hacks of Walking Dead. Yeah, so maybe he's the editor for them, but it's not for everything. Oh, you just said Robert Kirkman said there's no editor. Anywho, Alex, what's something you hate about Image Comics? <clears throat> I already mentioned that I love this book series, but Southern Bastards gets delayed a lot. Buddy, let me join you here. <laughs> delayed missing books. Number one. Not number one. Hey, but it's one of my hates. The first one I have my listed here. And say, I might honestly, there's books that I'm, I'm missing out on reading because they Southern don't come Bastards, out. Southern Sex Criminals, uh, You Get Bitch Planet, yep. which doesn't ever come out. Um, Autumnlands, I don't know when's the last time it came out. Uh, a couple months ago. Um you know that's the thing though it's like goddamn took five months five months just to put issue five out yeah once that and they didn't even have a date for the next one do they no but that's the thing is like since they do everything themselves it's up to them to get everything going and get it out and what you get is you can get like two three issues and then who knows if you ever see anymore Mm -hmm. so every once in a while like books just end like Cal. you know what i mean so it's that's the only thing is like when you get invested in this it's not like you're not invested in Batman where you're like, this is always going to be something. 
I'm always, I'll decide when to drop this book. If nothing else, there'd be a filler team to come in to do Batman. Yeah. Batman has to come out. This, you make it Southern Masters, it'd be like, well, let's see what comes out this year. I think three issues came out last year or Southern Masters. I think so. Three over 12 months. That's like one every four. Good math. <laughs> I was just going to tell you that. Wow, you are good <laughs> at math. Uh, so what else? I mean, I don't want to. No, that, that means, but that, that yeah. mean pretty much what you're saying. That's that's my, if nothing else, I hate the fact that I want Southern Bastards to come out. I want Sex Criminals to be, I want it to be a monthly book because that's something I look forward to having. It's a book that I look forward to reading that I get that and not to throw Jason Aaron under the bus. He's a busy man. He's got Marvel things he has to be doing. He's got um, maybe he's not sure what to do with Southern Bastards. Maybe he's not sure what he wants to do with the Goddamned. But it's just one of those things that I look forward to these books coming out and my comic book library is missing out not having these books in their stack. The uh, last issue of Lazarus, actually, that's why it didn't come out for a while because Greg Rucka said he didn't know how to do it. He's like, I don't know where to bring, where to write this. Like, he didn't know how to write that issue. So it took him a long time to figure it out. And then then by that point, Michael Lark needed a break. So now they're on a break. Um, but yeah, but also it's like, it is a double-edged sword because it's like, do you really want them to force a book out then? Because then it's like, no, because then it's not going to feel like an actual issue. But then you get what you what you said, like Jason Aaron's doing moral work. So that pays the bills. Yeah, you don't want it to be on the cutting room floor, though, either. Like, you're never going to see it. Yeah. I think it's so. Like the, the back burner. I love that some writers figure out that they're too busy. So they they decide, like a recommender or a Jonathan Hickman, say, I'm not going to do Marvel and DC stuff anymore. I'm going to focus on these books. And then you get somebody who, like recommender will write like six to twelve issues ahead of time and be like, yep. I want to make game. sure that I can take a vacation and not be like worried the whole time, be like I'm going to delay my book, yep. and have planned breaks like Brian Kivan does to make sure that it's always on time. That that book's never been delayed; it's always on a schedule. So, you know, it works, but you really need you're dependent on who's that team. Do they know what they're actually doing? Garrett, do you hate stuff? What do you hate? Um. So this is rare, but I hate when there's um, creative changes for like the teams, like saying like they're different artists. Rarely, it never happens with writers, but like when an artist will change on an image book, and it's only happened to me a couple of times um, when that's happened, and it just makes me mad because like my whole concept of image is like these writers and artists are signing on together. And, and it's not books you get like Horizon. They changed the artist. Um, that book they mean used to get by Alex Cott. I can't remember what is what it's called. The uh, werewolf one. Oh, wolf. Yeah. Wolf. Yeah. Like that first arc was awesome. You get to the second arc. That was the shittiest art I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Like it, it really took me out of the whole book, and I we dropped it like right away. Yeah, We're like, why we would we get this pos? Yeah. So I guess I'm still kind of bitter about that. Um, I forgot all about that. It's book. very it's very small. But I've noticed it like, and I read Spawn now, and I get that's like one of the longest fucking comic book series of all time. But the artist changed on that quite a bit. And it's like, it's kind of like I try to picture these things being in a trade and like how fucking disorienting, like Secret Empire. If you read that in a trade, like how fucking confused would you be when you're like, is this a flashback? Oh, this is the main story, but uh, it's different art. Like, I don't, okay. Like, that's what I think would happen. So I hate that. Um, not saying that it happens all the time. Usually it doesn't. But I like to think that 
you know, when there's a team, like they're in it for the long haul. Yeah. That they're, you're, it's, their you're, it's not yeah. just the writer's vision. It's the writer's and the artist's vision. I feel way more comfortable with both being on, you know, as a unit as opposed to just one. I don't think that's ever happened to me on an image book. It's going to happen here in a second because Seventeen Journey, opinion is not going to do the art anymore. What? Yeah, he's not doing the art anymore. Oh, that book will probably get dropped. Why well, I like that book. Who's doing the art? I don't know. But Watch still, it's fucking whatever the guy. But even like the Walking too. Dead started with a different artist. Than yeah, it is now, Tony so. Moore. Yeah, Tony Moore now. But at least they f- right. if they find somebody that actually can do the book justice, that's fine. But if you give me shit when I had greatness, you're getting dropped. Um, I shouldn't say anything about dropping a Rick Remender book. Cause what I, are you talking about? I, say, I don't. Even though I talk a good game about wanting to drop a level, probably ain't gonna happen. I don't think Rick Remender would find a shitty artist out of place. That's he, the thing is like he's yeah. worked with some of the best artists. I don't think he's actually he knows a bad artist to work with. Um, I'll go next because actually we skipped ahead. I'll go uh, my second love of Image Comics. Uh, the quality of the books. I was they know how to. You don't. Feel, I don't ever feel like I pick up an Image comic and feel like I waste the money. Uh, Paper Girls, good sock. Saga, good sock. Like uh, everything, like it's crafted to perfection. Usually. Damn, I even saw that word coming. <laughs> That's because I let it roll out. But you see, like, Kill or Be Killed, like, the way it's laid out is perfect. But, you know, Black Monday Murder is perfect. So I do, like, even, it's like the true vision of it is even to the point of paper stock. Like, it's what kind of paper stock do you want? How do you want it to feel? How did, like, how many, how many pages do you want? And it's just, like, whenever I get an image book, it just feels like I'm getting that money's worth. Like, I don't feel ripped off ever. Right. Even if, like, I end up being like, I don't like this series. It's never be, ever, I never feel like... I still like when I keep those issues because I'm like, ah, oh, this is good. Like, and you know, when you get a Marvel book and it's like shitty quality or, um, DC is fine usually, but even DC books, like it doesn't feel like image feels more like, um, almost like a mix between almost a book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not magazine quality shape, shit paper, shit paper, um, shit paper. but, uh, it's more than a comic. You know what I mean? It's right. the quality of it. I like the, I like the, I like that. I like good things designed well. Yeah, I like a good design work. Uh, Alex, what else do you love? <laughs> the things you say sometimes make me laugh. Uh, okay, now to counter what Garrett had said for one of his hates, the one of my favorite things about Image, though, and I love this, is when they do have the same team. When the right. team stays together, um, Rick Remender and Wes Craig on their Deadly Class. Holy shit, that book is fucking awesome. Uh, Jason Aaron and Jason Latour, when they do Southern Bastards, when it does come out, is aces. And the fact that these teams have stayed together through 27 issues on Deadly Class and you know many more to come. And Southern Bastards is at least 16 issues in and has stayed the same team. East of West? East of West with uh, Hickman and Dergata. The- these teams are so good and they make this book so amazing. Because they stayed together. Fuck so, yeah, Walking Dead. Charlie Allred's been on that whole thing besides that first arc, I believe. Yeah, issue seven's when he started. And so there's, I mean, what, for me, what makes this, some of these books so good, other than the perfection on their cardstock, <laughs> is just the fact that these teams are so dedicated to this these books and to their um, readers that they stay together. Actually, during All Out War, he got a little help. But, oh, I mean... Like two issues came out a month, so he needed help. Yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean. I, that's what I think I love too is, and I think that's why uh, Garrett says he hates it because, like, in my head, especially like you, Prashal style, of course, 
when I see like, you know, Rick Remender and Opinion are going to be doing Seven to Eternity, I'm like, those two are making that book. Like those two are much, uh, and they're both collaborating on that book. It's not like Rick Remender's doing a book and he hired Opinion to join him. Right. They're both collaborating on that book so that when you do get a new person, you're like, what the fuck's this? Yeah. Where's Opinion at? Is he still going to be a part of this book? Is his vision still going to be in here or are we moving away from that now? So you're right. Like most of the time, I would say 90%, 95, 96, 97. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to have those two on it. And say so most teams stayed together. I know there was the few. Two, three sometimes. You know it. Bro, yeah, Bright Weister. Oh, sticks with uh, Sean Phillips and Eddie Brubaker. <laughs> Gary, what else do you love? I love that there's no ads, or if there is, they're at the very end. And so I can read the whole story all the way through without any interruptions. You know what drives me fucking nuts thinking about it is like Secret Empire. You get you open that fucking front cover. The first thing you see is a fucking ad before you even start the story. I'm just like, it's like watching a commercial before fuck? you watch your TV show. Yeah, you turn yeah. the first page and you're like, okay. I think you know this that, is your yeah. premiere book, and now I have to see this shit right away. You know what I don't get, and I don't know. I guess I don't know what they're uh, how much they make per issue, but like Image Comics, if they can afford to not have ads. And sell it at two ninety nine sometimes without ads like Saga. Why is Marvel charging me two ninety three ninety nine and they always have ads? Like how much are the ads really and bringing shitty in? Shitty stock quality. Shitty, yeah. That. Like what are the, all the corners they're cutting? They can't have like their event books just being ad free. You know what I mean? And tell like a unified, uh, clear story. I know it's business. But I understand. Oh, that, so the only, I mean that's the one thing is it's business. It's this makes. Makes money. If nothing else, they make money from putting ads in the book. But that's what I mean. I understand how like image gets, image might not, must not make much money off the actual issues. The trades must be where they make their money. And like yeah. Marvel obviously doesn't put ads in trades. Otherwise, who would buy that shit? But but image is one of those things that it's kind of what I said is dedication to your readers. It's dedication to these people who they get this book for your work. It's not due to the ads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. That's one thing I love. What yeah. do you have an image book that has ads in it? I don't see ads in any of my books. I yeah. guess like at the end of it, I see Roughneck and I see I these, see ads right. for other books, yeah, but I never see I mean. like I never see an ad for like Captain Crunch. Oh no, but I still consider Boom. I still consider like ad pages for new books still on yeah. ad. Yeah, that's I know. Me I too. mean if that was in the middle of the story, I'd still be like But I'd rather really? see that than like you I know, know for Harley Davidson. Like I'm always like, what the fuck who's who's reading comics I'm like fuck Harley? All right, I'm on it. Right. I just mean um, I like to read the story consistently without interruption. What are we now? Second hate? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is, uh, if I'm going to say any of these, it's second on the list, but it's probably my number one hate. Not enough variety for me. I, I hate that every time I get an image book, I'm always like, okay, what's the twist? There's always some sort of like sci-fi or supernatural twist. Like there can't be a book like Royal City is one of the only books. At least maybe I'm not reading the actual books. That's like just a story about people or like, why can't they ever tell a story about like when that book came out, what's the book called about the moonshine? Is it called moonshine? Moonshine. Like I was interested in that book because I thought it was going to be like, you know, like, you know, gangsters uh, and moonshine. Prohibition era. Yeah. Like it's going to be actual like historical fiction. And they're like, uh, but they're werewolves. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck? Like, come on. (laughs) Like three, three was fucking excellent. That was historical fiction. That's good. You know, about the Romans and the, uh, Spartans, Spartans, Spartans. And who else? I don't think it could have been the Romans. They were real. But it was, it was Spartans up against... Spartans were real? What the fuck are you talking about? Spartans were real? Yeah, it's a real... It's Aren't real. It's the same book? 
Yeah. Three? He and I, talking, he and I read three. Of Moonshine? No, no, no. no, no. We're, we're talking, talking about three. three. Three is the book title. It's three. Oh, There's sorry. Three pe- For three us people, people that know what the fuck you're talking three about. Three people <laughs> got away from the Spartan army. Actually, two of them, one of them used to be a Spartan, right? I mean, they're still Spartans, I guess, yeah. but. That was a good book. Nice. Uh, it's like you say moonshine. Then three. I was like, sorry. Red issue sorry, three. Not, there was no three. Romans not or Spartans. The book series called three. It was a five mm. issue mini. Oh, well, look at that. Spartans are real. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, the weird thing, he didn't show me that they were real. You need to look it up. Look it up in your own phone. Um, Probably just going to get three. Do you really think they were fake? No. But I know they're not around now. It's a pet. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was historical fiction. Yeah. Fake. Look at that. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you. It's fake. You just said fiction. <laughs> but fake even like shit. Kill or Be Killed and the, you put that demon part in it. Like that was a good book. And I was like, they're like, but he's, there's a demon in it. And I was like, ah, come on. Yeah. But now it's better because maybe he's not real. But yeah, like, maybe. you know, but we get like, Fucking like real. there's never a book that's like, you know, like that's why I love Criminal. Because it's just like a crime book. Yeah, that's a good. Book. I, we need more. I wish, I we need that more would stuff like that. I that's that actually like out. I don't need something that's 100 percent realistic, but I need something that quit like having some sort of uh, supernatural or sci-fi tie-in. But it, it could, I guess for me, you know, Criminal would be one of those books when you read those little um, the trades. Holy shit, those are so fucking good. Yeah, man, I could read those all day. I'm serious. At uh, Marvin underscore Sagor on Twitter, if there's some image books that are like have none of that stuff that I'm missing. Send me some recommendations. I'll get it. Because actually, I really love those kind of books. You know what was good about that? Zero. That Zero book by Alex Scott. That was good. That was that and everything like that. Um, it was just like a war book. Stuff like that I like. It's like, because then I know what to, not what to expect, but like, I don't know. It, for something, at least for me, like once you add that other element, then I'm like, oh, okay, this is like a mm. comic book. Now we're being crazy. Now we're getting a little weird. Yeah. Whereas it's like, if it's criminal, for some reason for me, it means more. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I like I, that's the kind of like TV shows I like. Like one of my favorite shows is The Wire. So it's like and all that is is like cops in Boston, criminals in Boston, not Boston, um, Baltimore. You know the thing though with liking criminal, and it's just one of those things that I think for me when you get those people who are writing the even like Lazarus, you know, Ruck is doing a lot of um, looking into stuff, getting real facts towards it. I mean, I'm sure for yeah. three there was a lot of facts that were taken, going this is how it would have been. Um, Hickman, when he's doing Black Monday Murders, he's looking into stuff that happened in the 20s and the 30s, and now how it would be corrupted into today's stuff. So it's all the work and the dedication that they're putting towards yeah. making the and book. That's the thing is, like, I like Black Monday Murders, but at least for me, I know probably it wouldn't sell at all. But I would like to see an actual historical fiction book that is like uh, based on the real the Wall Street. That's about like Wall Street. nonfiction. Yeah, that is like you know the Big Short. If it was like the Big Short, the comic, I'd be like, oh fuck, I'll get that. If it was, if we had, that um, was the other book I was just thinking of. What did you just say? Black Money Murders, Lazarus. Lazarus, like Lazarus is Lazarus is great because of that because he's so rooted in real science that for me it doesn't feel like science fiction. It feels like science fact. Whoa. <laughs> Alex, what else do you like? Uh, now it, it it's not necessarily a delay, but for me it's I I hate Marvin. You get, I think you used to get this book at least the first two issues was Surface by I think it was Alex Scott, right? And the book became canceled, and I had no idea that it was canceled until two <laughs> years later that the book hasn't come out in two years. I'm assuming it's canceled. So it's for me hate the fact that. I look forward to a book that's not coming out because it's been canceled. But it's is never that a problem with canceled. Image though, or is it a problem with Old Man Alex doesn't know how to use the internet? No, because I, I did look it up and I don't remember ever seeing that it got canceled. 
Because at the end of issue four, it just goes, oh, to be continued. Oh, okay. Well, I'll wait for it to come out. What issue came out? One and two? No, it's one through four. I remember those covers like it was yesterday. Blue, green, yellow. Oh, yeah. I guess the only four issues came out. Boom, bitch. By the way, my word tonight is boom. Used to be fantastic. Boom. I think I've said at least a dozen times. Tonight. Yeah, there's not even no news about it. You're right. There's no news about it being douchebag. <laughs> it just says. Uh, no, because I, I thought, oh, he's going on to other stuff. Maybe he's just taking a break from it. And I thought, oh, it's the usual monthly uh, hiatus. You know what? I don't know why I'm making fun of you for this because uh, my next one actually might tie in a little bit to that. So we'll see. So that's my. That, I actually only had one hate written down. Then I got to think about surface. That where the fuck is that book at? But that's a, a symptom of uh, symptom symptom <laughs> of uh, if somebody not actually know how to connect with their fans and like inform them of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it depends on who it is. Like if it's Greg Rucker, he'll let you know. Oh, I know. But if it's somebody like Alice Scott, I don't think I've ever seen. Is he on Twitter even? I don't think I've ever seen any him say anything. You know, there's certain people like. That I know. I know Ed Brubaker is very vocal on Twitter. Jonathan Hickman is the probably the best person you can follow on Twitter. Follow him at uh, Jonathan Hickman. I don't know if that's his handle. Um, search it. Uh, you know, Greg Rucker, they're like very vocal. So like if something were to happen with their books, like Greg Rucker, like that's why I knew he was. I mean, he put it in his comic, but I knew before. I didn't know before. He said on the internet. He had a Tumblr thing. He and our bros. Just uh, talk about he it. loves Tumblr for some reason. But like... Um, <laughs> You know, but like some people, I have uh, never heard once say anything. So, uh, Garrett. Um, so, is this our third hate or is this our second hate? So second, hate. second hate going on to third love? Yep. Yeah, I'll be the third of love after you're done with your second hate. Okay. Well, what if this last one's a love? Well, the second and third one's a love hate. No, we or said that couldn't happen because Marvin didn't like my love hate. Oh, really? Okay, fine. Wait, what did you have? The hiatus thing, the breaks. Oh. I like the fact that there's a break, but I also hate the fact that there's a break. <laughs> this is a hate. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So, well, then I can't justify the other By the way, I don't think side. I ever vetoed that. Okay, if you didn't veto it, then you I'm going to do it. So, my love hate. I didn't veto it. You <laughs> Let's rewind to before the show <laughs> happened. I never once, I just said, that's kind of weird that I laughed. Is it going to have a love hate? No. I laughed at the idea. <laughs> I laughed because I thought it was, no. it was so Alex to be like, Fuck, I hate it. The books don't come out. But why don't they come out? Because I want to read them. Yep. Or no. I, fuck, why aren't they coming out? Good, though. I'm, I'm a South Dakotan. We're I mad wanna, at everything. I want to save some money. And then he'll get mad being like, where's Southern Bastards at? Hey, then, you agree. Where's it been for the last five and months? If, and then if a book all of a sudden is like coming out twice a month, he's like, whoa, too much. <laughs> Slow down. I'm never happy. Leave it alone. <laughs> well, what's your love hate? Okay. Just don't fucking This is tied, right? This, this is your three and three. Yeah. This well, is no, your three and three? Your two, two and three? Two, two, two and three. I got another hate. Two and three. So don't jump me, but I love hate the Mark Miller short arc. I like that too. Okay, it's so not on my list, but I like it. <laughs> Get that fucking thing out of your eye! I can't focus. Um, <laughs> um, so I'll say what I hate about it first, because that's the, technically the round was. Um, what I hate about the Mark Miller short arc is like you only get four or five issues, and it's over. Um, and I feel like sometimes that there's not enough story for it to contain itself in that one series. But I know, like, you know, for the Jupiter saga, he's gone back and done other things. But why didn't, I mean, why can't you just do, I know he's doing so many fucking projects, and that's why he's rich as shit. But still, as a fan, I don't like, I get in that aspect, like, when I'm reading a story, I don't want to just stop reading it when it's, you know, I want to keep going. So on the love end of things, 
I love those arcs because it is a contained story and I don't have like once it's done, I know there's not like sequel bait or there might be, but it doesn't affect like there's a main story for this arc. Yeah. There's not like he's not dicking around like saying, hey, I'm this is all Easter eggs for the next arc. It's this is the arc. Maybe there's a little cliffhanger at the end here that'll get you ready for the next one. But the thing is, you never know unless you read his back matter. Like this guy would never know because he doesn't read the back matter stuff. I have you guys. Mark Miller doesn't have. Back yeah, he does. Matter. Miller World. His is a two-page thing. Miller World, where he pitches. That's the stuff. biggest bullshit ever. You never learn anything about. No, the that's book. where he said there was going to be an Empress too. Like whenever he announces new stuff, it's in there. Hey, did okay, you ever read one time. Seven? I never found it. I don't know where it is. <laughs> one time I saw him write a letter. Yeah. <laughs> And it just happened to be the book that I was holding. He sees you on Twitter, too. You might want to follow him on Twitter. That's why. Maybe I should. Um, I actually do love that, too. And I understand what you're saying. Like, I do like that they're short arcs because I do like it being like, I know this sex issue is going to tell one story and I'll be good. But also, it feels like it's kind of like a uh, dynamic or not dynamic, but a uh, diameter thing that he set for himself. And now he's like, every story is six issues. But yeah. sometimes it's more than that. And he feels the need to be like, no, it's six. And that's why for Empress, well, he decided, Empress, is seven. Empress, he was like, oh, we'll put one more issue in there. I think maybe he learned that being like, everything can't be six. But he also, he's trying to do short things. So I understand, but it, like, you're right. Sometimes it's like, I think he feels confined being like, I said I was only going to do six issues. Now he gets, starts to tell and he's like, ah, this is more than six. I'll just do another one. You know what I mean? And, but it's also like, for you said, like I said, you never, you never know about it. Like, I didn't know about Chronauts too until like, what, like three, six months after that last issue came out? I was like, oh, there's oh, Chronauts 2 coming out? I thought, I thought we heard that they were coming out shortly after that first one was made. No, when oh. Reborn was coming out. Then they yeah, said then he's Chronauts like, oh, really? 2 was Man. coming out. Dude, I can see the future, apparently. <laughs> uh, I agree with you there. That's a good one. Um, were you loving or hate right now? No you love. You're not love. He started, he did third love. You're you know what, Garrett? Actually, we could have tied this baby in. Number three for me. Fantastic miniseries. I think Image has. They're ongoing. Sometimes only good. I think they they did they, they, they Image is better, and this also pertains to like creators. Like you said, it's better when it's a mini and it's contained, and they know we have six issues, twelve issues, twenty issues to tell a story. When they have a definitive. Oh, I see what you're end. saying. So it doesn't have to be a mini. It could just be. Yeah. Here's a story within these. When they know, like, hey, we want to tell a thirty-two issue story. Hey, we want to tell a fifty-issue story. Okay. Story. I hate, I mean, I don't hate, but I think it's better when they know rather than when they're just like, this is ongoing. And then eventually they're like, we're going to end this around 35. And then it's like, well, then it feels like it was ramping up. And this is not, I can't really think of an image one right now. I think maybe Black Science because it felt like it was ramping up and he's like, I'm ending this in uh, 12 issues. And then we're like, well, it really doesn't feel like there's an ending in 12 issues. Now, I know you're going to get there probably over the course of the next year. But I didn't really get that from reading what I've read so far. So I think it's better. I do like the Mark Miller thing because I know being like, okay, you know, I can see the story plot structure in the six issues. I know what to expect. Uh, East to West. I think he kind of hinted that there's going to be three years. I think we even speculated. I think you and I taught that there's going to be three. Yeah. I think it was like hinted at, but we didn't know for sure. And I think that might be the best because in the story, it makes sense that it'd be three years. So like when he said, Oh yeah, it's three years. We're like, oh yeah, of course. You know, it yeah. was not. A, but also, I, I do like the mystery of not knowing when something's going to end. But also, sometimes it's like, you know, you get that cow thing where you're like, well, what's happening here? Are we ending soon, or what happened? And then you're like, over. That I'm I'm one of those people. I love when books do our our minis because then 
We're like, I Velvet. Don't, I don't we didn't know Velvet was ending. Yeah, that was one of those. Oh, you told me issue 14 was <laughs> You last. read the last issue and you're like, whoa, that's the last issue? No, I hadn't even read it. It was oh, like yeah. three months later. You told me. It's like, yeah, it's done. Oh, well, that's explain why it's not coming out. Yeah. Or even like Surface. You didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> Alex, uh, what's the last thing you love? You know, the, the, the thing that it's, you kind of already mentioned it, but for me, it's the passionate about their work. So it's not half-assed. Yeah. The, the team that's true like a lot of my thing was just team related that i love how much these people are put into their books and how much it's it's their thought it's their want it's what it's what they've come together to make you know i think a part of that is is that you need the hustle like they're putting up all the money because if i understand correctly image doesn't pay them anything until they sell so like all the pre-stuff like leading up to it when they make the issues and stuff like that all the time they have to take to write and draw it, like the whole time that leads up to that, all they, the work they do, are doing it for, for free it. until issues start hitting and they start getting the you know the profits from it. And then when the trades hit, like some books don't sell until they hit trade. Some don't barely sell on issues, and then the trades where they make their money. I know Saga sells way better in trade than it does in issues. I know uh, for a fact that um, oh, like what else is there's like a there's some books that like don't sell until they get to trade. We're not, I mean, they I'm, do, I'm sure there's some books that are just better as a trade, though, because then you've got everything right there in front of you, like the plus fade like, out. You plus like the audience, yeah, yeah, the fade out. But like the audience, like for Saga, is like people who like go to libraries. Like that's it's a different audience. It's not comic. Book, it's not a Wednesday Warrior audience. It's like a you know people outside, mainstream. It's a mainstream audience. I mean, I can tell you once I get the rest of the few issues of Saga I need, that's going to be one of those binge read. I'll read all 43 or 42 in a day just because I have to read it. Then you'll find one of the uh, best issues of the year. Saga 42. Because I haven't read it that yet. <laughs> I'm caught up on everything else other than... Sorry, football. I hijacked your... What were you going to say? No, you're fine. That, but that's... That. Oh, yeah, we talked about it when I talked. I say, yeah. I say you already... I was going to cut in and go, oh, that's my number three. I thought, that no. kind of loops into everything, though. Like what Gary was saying, when you have these two people being like, we're going to make this book. And that's something I like about Image also. It's not on my list, uh, obviously, because I already said on mine. But I also do like that, you know, when you, when usually when you have somebody pitching something, like let's say Secret Empire for one reason, it's all Nick Spencer, like on Twitter, on interviews and stuff like that. Like he's the guy talking about it. Like here's what I came up with. Here's, you know, like telling his vision and stuff like that. When you get an image book um, and you see interviews and stuff for it, I always hear like Lazarus, I always hear, Greg Rucker going, you know, me and Michael thought of this, me and Michael are working on this. And it is, you know, that very collaborative. That they're sharing the credit. And that's the best comics is when they knew, they know, like, and if you were read uh, Greg Rucker's scripts, kind of like reading his scripts, um, there's very different ways you can write comic strips. You can be the uh, Alan Moore being like, here's what I want in this panel. Here's what you got to draw. Here's the dialogue. Put this exactly like you're very, like, this is my vision. Basically, but if Greg Rucka is more like I read a script he wrote for Captain America, um, one shot issue, and it's like, hey, with this uh, page, here's what I'm thinking of. Uh, if you think of a better way to do it, go ahead and do it. Um, I can send you some pictures so we can get some accuracy on on how this actually looks. But you know, this is what I'm kind of going for. And then I forgot what it was. There's was some movies like have you ever seen that movie like that scene? It's kind of the mood that we want to go for here, but. If it's something that really doesn't work for you or you think there's a better way of doing it, just go ahead and do it. Like, you know, putting that trust in your artist because you know you're both working together. The reason That's the reason why you asked him to do the fucking book with you. So he knows, that, especially with Michael Lark, I guarantee you, I've never read a script from, from him doing Lazarus, but I guarantee you 
for like some, especially those fight scenes. Remember that issue with that whole fight scene with oh uh, with uh, Sonia and yeah. I guarantee you, he was just like, "Hey, forever. Michael, four pages of fight scenes. Do what you want." Yep. And that was all Michael Ark. That, that was one of my favorite issues of Lazarus. That's yeah, you're right. That's like that's the best thing about Image. Yeah, is like I know it's Michael Ark and Greg Rucka doing Lazarus. It's not Craig Rucka's Lazarus. It's this whole team. Yeah. And that's why it's so upsetting when it's like, hey, Michael Ark's not on the book anymore. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, he's he's part of the reason why I like that book. Is Rucka writing the Six Degrees or the Six? Yeah, X-66. Okay. Yeah, he's writing it. They're just giving Lark a break because he's well, getting burnt out. To me, that's kind of like what they did in Jupiter's Legacy where um, quietly needed... Time to quietly's fucking slow though. I know because we're still waiting for number five to come out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Jesus, the fuck! <laughs> and that was supposed to come out, I think, in December of yeah. this year. No, of last, last year. year. It's, oh, it's been every month it's gotten. Pushed. That's not coming out until like every October. month it gets solicited, but it never comes out. Yeah. So, which is I mean, whatever. Shit. I forgot about that. I thought it was over. No, I, the only reason I, I brought it up is that uh, volume two is still on my. I've read all of it, but it's on my stack that I put my books in after I've read. And it's like, oh shit, that. See, for me, I always like like I have this box of things I want to read. And I'm like, oh, there's Juber's Legacy Volume Two. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna read that till the last issue comes out. That's why I started. Did you read Circle? No, not yet. You should read Circle. Do you have Circle? I have all of it. Yeah. You should read it. After you're done with the class, go to Circle. Dude, uh, I'm so I have one more issue left of Deadly Class that I'm read, done with. Have you read Jupiter's Legacy Volume One? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. What's your uh, last love? Oh, I did three. Oh, loves. you don't have any more. Okay, let's get on to the so. last hate. Uh, my last hate is something that you kind of brought up, but yours was more for a book that's already coming out. But I hate Image does an Image Expo every year, and then they also do like they announce books all the time. Something I hate about Image is like sometimes they'll announce a book, be like, "Hey, this team's getting together to do this book." And sometimes the book never fucking comes out. <laughs> like oh, I've wow. never seen the book. Um, and that's also a symptom of like having, you know, them to do the book on their own before it actually hits and then they start making money off it. But there's tons of books. I could I could gather it together and we could talk about it and I could show you and you're probably like, oh yeah, I remember you told me about that book. And it's like, it never came out. I got announced three years ago. It never came out. And that's, you know, that's something that maybe isn't a big deal. It really isn't that big of a deal. But still, like it's like, why even announce something like that if you're not going to put it out? Right. It should be in like technically yeah. like a movie. It should be in pre-production. Yeah. It should, you should announce have, have like one or two issues in the can and then that's yeah. when you can announce it. And I know Image has a rule that you have to have three issues ready before you can put in solicits. So I don't know why Jupiter's Legacy keeps putting in the solicits. But yeah. um, it says Jew 5. <laughs> you got one, two, three out monthly. Well, but even is it what's the difference between a solicit and a like what Frontier did with that one page? The little teaser. I was just an ad. Okay. I just maybe have me just put it in. So. But um, yeah. So it's like every once in a while, like they announce something, and they're like, nope, and then I never see it. So, what's your last hate out? This may be less of a hate on Image, but it's due to Image. I hate the fact that Image books are so good that I actually look. <laughs> that, just hear me out. That I look forward to these books so go- so much. He's that- neg- he's nagging Image comics right now. Go ahead. Um, but they're so they're so good that I actually hate it because I end up wanting to get these books. That's true. I end up wanting to spend more money, which is great for those people and probably even good for me that I'm getting good quality stuff. But you know, Jason Aaron's on books, uh, Recommenders on books, Hickman's on books, uh, Matt Fraction's on books, Brubaker's on books. There's all these great teams. 
that I hate the fact that they're all on this series because now I want to get these fucking books. So my hate kind of dovetails off yours. Like I hate it's good cartoon dovetails. <laughs> I I said dovetails. Did you not say ducktails? I did not say ducktails. I, he might have said dove. Um, that doesn't make any sense. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. So, like, I kind of hate image for, like, I don't hate image, but I hate the fact that, like, other companies can't do what image can. So, I guess that's more of, like, a love for image. But whatever. I don't care. I'm using it as a double negative. Because, like, I would, like, these creative teams are doing so well on image. Like, you wish you could get that on DC and Marvel. I think, like, DC's starting to figure it out. Marvel, fuck no. They're never going to figure it out. Um, they might, they, they were pretty, they were pretty excellent, uh, around, well, yeah, like I guess New like 52 DC, they, Marvel was knocking out of the park. I mean, I'm saying with create our own direction and, and like, Hey, Hawkeye was pretty much awesome. what they wanted. To I do. guess Hawkeye and like Black Widow. Yeah. So they have a couple things, some diamonds but you have to gain rough. a certain amount of trust over there for them to be like, yeah, do what you want. I know. But at the same time though, like whatever's, whoever's doing the main events, like, let that person actually know what the fuck they're doing before they do it. You think there would be more, and I think DC now, not mm-hmm. before, but I think DC now is more like, what are you doing with this? And then like they more communication amongst the. Yeah. And Marvel, titles. it does seem like they're like, they pitch something, like he's like, Secret Empire. Cap's actually bad. He's going he's to help Hydra take over the United States. They're like, all right, cool. We can make it an event. But then they, he never, like, you know, finally tells them everything. You know, he's like, I'm still working it out. You know, you know they just announced that Secret Empire they added a tenth issue. Oh yeah, I know. You know the one weird it's thing I find about Secret Empire. This will be the last thing I say. Is that um, <laughs> Captain takes over United States of America, but the whole world shield doesn't just cover America; it covers the whole world. Right. That he's not taking over the whole world. That's but, why I said it. it doesn't make sense. It's like. If you were you already are exerting some sort of power over the world and like you have the ability to put shit in water so people follow you, why is it only the US? Like why aren't you taking over the whole world then? Well that, and that's the thing is that Hydra is not just a, a United States villain. It's a whole worldly thing. That's yeah. what I understand. So it it just bugs me that I think it's some Nick Spencer is trying to tell some sort of uh metaphor for the current times, it's but it's yeah. like but also, it's like, just have them take over the world. It makes more sense. But even the right. current time things doesn't just affect the United States. It affects the world. So let it affect the world other than just the damn shield. Uh, going back to what you were talking about, Alex, about your hate. Why um, is there a teleporter that we can just get everybody in? <laughs> uh, nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. I just said? Yeah, just oh, like okay. Nightcrawler. For some reason in my head, I was like, whoa, Nightcrawler. That's what, you, that's what we should mention. But you said it. That's why I, I popped in my head. Like Nightcrawler. Um, going back to what you said about there's too many image books and you, you don't like to drop them. Uh, I think we have had this talk before. I don't know with you. Me and Matt. But point out gear. So by the way, I don't know why I do visuals for this <laughs> audio podcast. Um, we've talked about it before. Like if you if it came down to it, uh, if you only could get one publisher, it would be image, right? For me, it would be. Oh, it, uh, it'd be no. image. It'd be DC. DC boy, I could not betray DC my boy? fucking love. DC the only boy. thing Mine I could, the, only, the only thing I would have a hard time dropping would be Batman, like oh Batman, no. but Batman or Detective. You have to do it. You'd have to. But drop if it. I had to do it, Image Comics. You know why I could I drop find any a of those books for Batman. like this? It's because I know they don't end. So I'm just like, I was never going to get the whole thing anyways. You know, what? I'm not going to always get. All, I'm not always, not always going to get Batman. Yeah. But 
I can't drop, you know, like Black Monday Murders because I'm like, how does that? I know that can that's going to end, so yeah. I need to know how that ends. You I know suppose. what I mean? So I can I can drop Batman, Flash, all that stuff because I know it's like that, that, always be when there. I die, that's still going to be go, keep going. I'm never going to know the end. The character's still going to be 30 years old. He's still going to be 30, baby, because he has uh something will happen. He'll get refreshed. I want to see old Batman. Why don't they do that story? Like let him get old for a little bit. Let him get old for like five years, and then. Why am I opening this fucking book? Re- Rejuvenate. Uh, they did that. And then do something. It's called Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, one yeah. book. <laughs> it Two was books. actually three. I'm talking about, yeah, right. let's do a Thomas Wayne, you know, when he's old. Oh, you mean Flashpoint? Flashpoint. <laughs> let's do that for five years. Flashpoint Batman. You know, that'd be a good book. That'd be, I mean, more I mean, than a five-year storyline? Do Batman Beyond, but like before he's, you know, too old. Right when he's, he's still transitioning yeah, to he's, using the he's future still tech. The, he's still Batman. I just want to know how Batman, like, does Batman just go out and go, I'm going to try this new move on someone. I know I know he's a master of all fighting styles. What do you think Alfred's doing? What, Alfred, get in the fucking gear. And he's like, <laughs> yes, there's going to be like now, Alfred, this style. is going to hurt a lot. And then Alfred puts in the gear. He's like, Alfred, where's my fucking shake? Let's get the shake beforehand. Let's get it ready. <laughs> so then when we're done, I can drink the protein shake. He's like, the fuck am I your butler? What's going on here? <laughs> Sir, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just gets you know what's slapped. weird? It's reading that all-star Batman where he's calling him my son, my son. And then we read this. this and he's like, Alfred, take the teacup, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You're my bitch. Uh, that fucking leaf is still on the ground. Yeah, he's cleaning up. Yeah. And Just Bruce is not even saying anything. Like He's not even being like, Swamp Thing, what the fuck are you doing? And yeah, Alfred you, has you to have to expect uh, Alfred to like crawl across the the Swamp Thing and Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne to put his like feet up on Alfred's back. Plus, what, a, what an asshole Swamp Thing is. Because I'm pretty sure he could suck all the thing up. By just being like, oh, I'm sorry, I left it there. You know what I mean? But he's yeah. like, pick up my Fuck shit. It. Basically, he's like, yeah, I, oh, I drank some fucking too. dirt. Pick it up. You Can got to see job. you, Batman, so you can help me find my uh, dad. Wednesday Comics 605 <laughs> at gmail.com. Email us, what do you love or hate about it? Image Comics, or find us on Twitter at Alex Mastrallo. That is A L E X P R O T S T R O L O O. Follow him on Twitter. Let him know what you love and hate about uh, Image Comics. Uh, let him know if you agree with him in any of those points. Garot2188, that's G R O O T2188. Um, let him know if you agree with him in any of those points. Me, oh, Marvin, me, underscore Salguero, S A L G U E R O. Let me know if there's any image books that I'm missing that uh, pertain to real life stuff. I want a politic books. Where's the politic books? This is that's the Citizen book I need Jack. right now. What is that really nothing? It's just politics. No, I'm just saying Citizen Jack is. I think, there's some. I think it's got aliens in it. Ah, see what the fuck. Whatever that president book Prez was for New Fifty Two. That was DC. I want to maybe. Hey, did you hear anything about regression from Colin Bunn? I heard it was good. Okay. Uh, Tom from a comic looks at it was good. Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Uh, Go ahead and like us there. Thank you for all the likes over the last week. Supercon. Everybody that met us liked us on there. Thumbs up. Uh, Find us on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Do me a favor. If you're listening to this show and you haven't, you don't need you don't need some sort of Apple phone or anything like that. Uh, You have some sort of computer you can download. ITunes. Boot up the Macintosh. <laughs> you can have a PC too. Uh, download iTunes, or you probably have iTunes on there. It probably came preloaded. Um, I think you might be able to do it from the website also. Leave us a rating. If you don't have to have a review, I don't need a review. Five star rating. Because every time somebody leaves a rating, it puts it in their algorithm and it pushes us to show up on things being like, hey, you like comic books? And then it shows up for them. It helps us out. Leave a rating. You can go, go to go to Google Play or Google Play. Go to Google Play and uh, Stitcher Radio. You can find us there. Uh, you can do the same things there. Rate, review, subscribe. But I really don't care about those. So um, 
I mean, you might have Android. You might like that. Um, what? Roots of the Swamp Go to Roots of the Swamp for our sponsor, Rainbow Comics and Cards. Uh, I don't know what he said. I already said Facebook. I didn't hear you. Yeah, well, they did, so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Civil War. Um, yeah, so go ahead and visit our sponsors there and let them know. Uh, Supercon again, thank you. 2017. Enjoyed it a lot. Next year, bring us back. Um, <laughs> so what, Uh, yeah, so like, what's Alfred, like, when does he leave? When do you get fed, fed up with that you shit? You know what? I feel like Alfred's more Batman than Batman ever could be. You think Batman Bruce Wayne gets no sleep? What about fucking Alfred? I've been noticing that more and more because I've been reading a lot of like old Batman stories and also this current Tom King one. Yeah. He really does a lot of detective work, Alfred. And he's like picking up after him, healing him. And it's like, at what point did Alfred go, deal without me, motherfucker, I'm out. Right. And he leaves. I would love for that to be a an arc. Batman old uh, crippled. No, no, just like, just... Um, That's what I mean. Like solo he, Batman. Like Bruce pisses off Alfred so hard. He's yeah. like, "You fucking do it, then." Or even have uh, Alfred just get kidnapped. I don't know. Have Alfred be pissed and go, "Fuck you." What do you think uh, Damien was the whole story? He wasn't even pop in for a second. You got a fucking swap thing. He, in he was hanging out with. Uh, he was having a sleepover at John's. <laughs> I have. I have a, don't they have a dog? The dog wasn't like what the fuck's a swamp thing? What's that guy's name? Yeah, I would say uh, not Duke. He's there. Yeah, but Titus was fine with, oh, hey, there's a plant. I should pee on it. Yeah. I would love to see that be a shot where Titus is going to take a whiz on him. I just want to see Alfred go up to that painting with Bruce and the other Robins and just punch Bruce's face in. Like if, if it was like a glass cover to it and there's just a crack over Bruce's face and all the kids are still there. <laughs> like, fuck you. I'm your butler of the internet. My name is Marvin. I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> How the fuck this happened? Your Swamp Thing's uh, teacup made out of his... And that weird splooge that you saw at the beginning of the issue what on Alex. He, what was he drinking himself? I just assumed water Probably. from the plant. But it comes from himself. He drinks his own like pee. drinking urine. Yeah. And I'm the fucking kite from Kite Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> Kite Man was in this. <laughs> oh, that was good. Ready? I already said it. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, keep turning those pages. <laughs>